And we are coming down in three, two, one. Welcome to Getting, Welcome sports, to getting with sports with Drunk. I'm your host, Cupcake the Riddler. Kendall, I got this, all right? All right, did I hear? Welcome to Getting Sports with Drunk. I'm your host, Cupcake the Riddler. I'm joined by... Mark. Sheen Washable. New. Fuck Massey. Up oh, muted. <laughs> Massey, you're muted. The mask was Massey. And the Run of Red Baron. Now, does anybody else have two tiles for Massey on their thing? I do. Yeah, he does this every week. What's the whole point of that? Uh, to show superiority. <laughs> oh, I got fucking... What the fuck is going on over there, dude? That's why he has a two tiles to make that noise. This is an echo. <laughs> I wonder if I can learn how to do those things. Probably can't. Welcome to another episode of Getting Sports with Drunk on the PPRN Radio Network. Oh, yeah. Um, starting lineups? Reed? I'll go first. I'll go first. Oh, okay. Souls? <laughs> uh, from Stanford, Connecticut. Sitting at a 10... Nope, nope. nope. You're already That's wrong. what I said in the beer, man. And it's Stratford, Kyle. Stratford. That's not what it says. Stratford. All right. I'm dyslexic. That's um, not how that works. That's how it works for me. No, that's fair. From Stratford, Connecticut, from Two Roads Brewery, I am drinking Mega Juicy. 10.25% alcohol. The debut of the Meg. The reoccurrence of the Meg. No, you've never had Mega Juicy on the show, have you? No, but this will be a reoccurring thing. Yeah, that's what you said about that Pipeworks beer and then never found it again. (laughs) I know, it's so sad. Kendall? Um, I am drinking a fruit punch trolley. It's a hard seltzer. Because you're a homo and are too poor to afford it. Do you see what happens when we don't bring beer for Kyle? For Kyle? Not nice, oh, Kyle. Jesus. Yeah, I didn't mean to say that, Kendall. I'm sorry. It's, uh, <laughs> it's, it's, it's okay. Massey? I, I've been drawing trees, man. You've been doing what? You like my trees? No. <laughs> Sounds like diet out of the gate. <laughs> no, <laughs> genuinely sounded so offended. Like fuck your trees. Kyle, we can't even fucking see them. Mark, what are you drinking? I have from the Ber- Berlinetta Brewing Company in Bridgeport, Connecticut. The Berlinetta Velvet Pilsner. That's right. Jar January's over. That's it. it. It was officially over on the podcast for Mock next week. Um, nothing? I thought, I, would, I thought I would get a laugh. <laughs> I got I got a good chuckle out of it. Because all we did yesterday was talk about last week's show. <laughs> <laughs> So this week we can talk. This show we can talk about next week's show. <laughs> um, 
Uh, I'm not I'm not currently drinking a beer, but I will be opening one up after the first break. So I'll save the intro for then. All right. Uh, toast of excellence. I used mine yesterday. So, you mean you mean next week you used it? Yes. All right. Well, I have a couple of them, so I'll go. Um, Say one for me, Paul. Okay. All right. So this this first one for Kyle is to uh, this crazy Vince Carter stat that I found. Um, so Vince Carter retired two seasons ago. And I just want you guys to really, like, let this sink in. Like, the NBA has been around for a while. So I want you guys to really let this sink in. On the day that Vince Carter announced his retirement, Vince Carter had played in a game with or against 37% of players that have played in the entire history of the NBA. I saw that. Like, that's that's, that's ridiculous. And then, so that, Kyle, you can have that one. Uh, Thank you. One of my other... One of my other ones is, is uh, Stefan Diggs for catching a football through a table at the uh, Pro Bowl yeah. in the Best Catch Challenge. That was pretty cool. Um, following suit with uh, all-star type games, the NHL had their all-star weekend this past weekend. So uh, quick shout-out to uh, Trevor Zagris and Alex Debrinkit for doing the two coolest uh, – Breakaway trick shots. Um, Alex, uh, or sorry, Tre- Trevor Zagris decided to do the. Uh, he put on an average Joe, average Joe's T-shirt and a blindfold, and shot a uh, scored a shootout goal. While all the mascots were throwing dodgeballs at him. And Alex Debrinkit dressed up as uh, Zach Galifianakis from The Hangover with the baby Bjorn thing, and he caught a fo- he caught a, a football pass from Derek Carr. And then dropped the football on the ice and then scored a shootout with a football. And then the last one is to this. uh, We recently had the anniversary of the passing of uh, Kobe Bryant. So this one is to this Kobe Bryant story I found where he was. uh, It was pregame shoot around. And um, Kobe had stopped shooting and talked to a couple crew uh, maintenance guys. And all of a sudden they started setting up ladders. The guy, the, the player that reported the story was standing at half court. He's, he asked Kobe, is something wrong with the rim? Kobe said, yeah, it's too low. It's about a quarter of an inch too low. He goes, what do you mean? He goes, I was missing shots that I don't miss. I'm pretty sure it's low, about a quarter of an inch. And then after the game was over, he went up to the maintenance guy and said, what happened with the rim? He goes, oh, we had to adjust it back to 10 feet. It was only at 9 feet, 11 inches and 3 quarters. <laughs> That's pretty crazy. <laughs> yeah. I am. Don't finish that. A good person. <laughs> boy. Uh, my toast is to the new Houston Texans head coach, Lovey Smith. Good for him. <laughs> no, I'm actually see happy. the be- you see the beard he has it's now. It's a glorious yeah, beard. motherfucker. <laughs> I I, I, I mean I haven't like seen him since he left the NFL. I saw a picture. I was like, holy shit. <laughs> <laughs> he hasn't been out of coaching. No, I know, but I, like from when he left the Bucks, like I haven't followed because I knew he went back to college. I didn't know he was like back in the NFL. So yeah. I saw a picture of him today, and I was like, "Oh my god, dude, the guy looks amazing!" All right, he was part of that. He was part of that regime of the uh, the Tampa Bay Bears. 
Oh, yeah. When they brought over uh, Tim Jennings, Chris Conti, Major Wright. <laughs> Tampa Bay None Bears. of the good ones. Yeah, say all, the bad, all the bad ones. <laughs> <laughs> Although Tim Jennings was the only member of that Bears defense to have a Super Bowl ring, so. From, yeah. From he was the rookie Wright, on the though. he was the rookie on the Colts. Oh. When the Colts beat the Bears, he was he was an unsigned uh he had a two year deal with the Colts. He played his rookie year, the next year, and then he went to the Bears. Oh, I didn't know that. Good for him. Yeah. The Bulls are getting man. the Bulls are getting spanked by the sun. <laughs> hey, are they? So I just called a oh, timeout yeah. in Madden and the clock didn't stop. Ha ha, you got to uh, anybody else have any toast? I do. Uh, and Paul, I'm sure, has seen this. I don't know anybody else, but on uh, NHL, they were doing, uh, like, fan skills at home videos. This guy shot mm-hmm. this video. He, like, got out of bed, goes outside. His entire, like, walkway is iced over. He, like, ices out of the backyard, down the side of the house, into, like, a rink in his backyard, and just, like, does this ridiculous shot. It... Washy, right. what's his name? Wash his Instagram name here. Washy yeah, Jeanette. I don't know. Wash. Oh, I do have a toast. Pretty remarkable though. I have a toast of this excellence. Okay. It's to the Washington football team for changing their name to the Guardians. Not the Guardians. Yeah. Commanders, Guardians. They're all I have a second toast to this excellence. (laughs) Is it to me? (laughs) It sure is, buddy. Oh, actually, I have one more toast of excellence. Uh, it, it's not sports related, but it mentions a, mentions a sport name. So I was I was watching uh, some videos of celebrities read mean tweets. Yeah. And uh, Dana McBride had one that said, "If Mike Piazza's hair caught on fire and someone put it out with a cast iron skillet, you have Dana McBride." It's <laughs> <laughs> pretty funny. You know, Mark, I try. Okay, I tried. I think I think thought they should have been the football team. So I, I wish they left it. I wish they like, were the Washington Warriors. The concept art for that was awesome. Like it, like at first everybody made fun of it, and then everybody was like, "All right, this isn't that bad." They could have been the Washington. These uh, are pretty bad. What? These are pretty bad though. No, yeah, they could have been the Washington DCers. That'd have been cool. Yes, the Washington Monuments. Yeah. See. I, I don't know if we talked about it on the show. It just seems like any like new sports team name just sounds like a bad lacrosse team name. <laughs> <laughs> They're running out of good names. But I, I don't know. Like it, it's just one of those things. Like the Red Bulls would have been kick ass. Yeah, but that that's a lacrosse team. Man, imagine we're back no, to not. old school with that. No, it's not. It's an MLS team. But I, but even, I'm just saying, like it? It, it, if Red someone Bulls? said, "Hey, yeah, man, I play lacrosse. What's the? Oh, we're the Red Wolves." Oh, Red Wolves. I thought I said Red Bulls. <laughs> I don't know. Like, they all just... Dude, they couldn't like... do... They, there was something about, like, actual team. But well, they did the same with the Commanders. Like another team, and they stole, like, their tagline and everything. Already. They should have changed so, the name to the... They should have changed it to the Washington Feds. Be the Dan Snyders. <laughs> Washington Bedskins. The Washington Scalpers. It, it would have been funny if they changed it to like a another insensitive name. 
No, because then they walk around. They're like, "Everyone said no, hang homage to all the people that pay extra for tickets at the gate." Yeah, like we're we're repping the guys out front. Yeah, it's really it's a shame on you for being so tasteless that you think of that. Yeah, we need to represent everybody. The Washington Crackheads. The Washington Kraken. You should really piggyback off the NHL thing. <laughs> Put them in Seattle. <laughs> oh, there you go, Kyle. The Washington Supersonics. That'd be great. Same logo and everything. <laughs> and then after that, the NBA comes up with a new team. It's the Seattle Expos. <laughs> it's a combination of the colors. So it's green, yellow, red, and blue. Oh, God. Yeah, that'd be rough. Like a, they look like a past its past its prime bomb pop. <laughs> that one tickled Kyle. Yeah. Someone making biscuits? I wish, <laughs> man. I wish. All right. Um, I'm gonna dive into this truly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you got, you guys can crack, crack crack your beverages, and then uh, we'll start the, the the topic hour. Can I go first? No. Right. <laughs> yes. All right, Mark. Pick a number one, one to two. <laughs> two. Uh, one. I, I love how all the options of doing something one through two, and like you pick the worst possible way to say it. Hey, Mark, pick an option one through two. Not like, hey, Mark, heads or tails. Right. <laughs> hey, all one right. or two. Uh, make this quick as possible. Uh, because we're doing baseball later, I didn't want to do the other one. So. I found an article about the 2021 NFL redraft. Mm-hmm. I just want to see what you guys think about it. Giants should have picked something else. Can you just yeah. let me fucking get there, man? Can you let me get there? I think that's the last five drafts. <laughs> no, because the year before was okay. <laughs> so the first pick, they still had Trevor Lawrence. Um, he's still the best quarterback in the draft, in my opinion. He just had a rough coach. This this is where it gets funny already. The Jets take Justin Fields at two. So I like how I like how the two quarterbacks that are still that are one and two are above guys that made the Pro Bowl. <laughs> I mean, I get like don't get me wrong, I get the Pro Bowl is like it's a it's a popularity vote type thing. But like, you have to have a good season to make it. You can't you can't go out and put up fucking like, you know, bullshit numbers and make the Pro Bowl. Like it doesn't, it doesn't Gilmore, really Stephon Gilmore. Stephon, whatever, whatever his stupid name is. Uh, the 49ers still took Trey Lance. What's that tell you? Uh, that <laughs> they're stupid. But Trey Lance is not good. Anyways, the Atlanta Falcons take Jamar Chase. And the Cincinnati Bengals take Kyle Pitts. Is this your opinions, or is this an article? It's an article. It's an article. Okay. Wait, I think article? they're stupid. Because, like, imagine... Like, do you think the Bengals would be the same team if they didn't take Jamar Chase? No. No. I think they were still trending upward, but no. Jamar Chase, I mean, blew the lid off that team. Is it, what if that's also said because of the way things with Calvin Ridley went? Yeah. Probably. Um, then I had the Dolphins taking offensive tackle Rayshon Slater. He was pretty good this year. I also think that if this was a true redraft, Jamar Chase would have gone number one. 
Yeah, probably. The whole point of doing a redraft is is you're drafting based off of what you know now, and we don't really know that there's no guarantee that Trevor Lawrence ends up being a stud. If you're going based off last year, yes, he, he was in a shitty situation with shitty head coach, shitty management, and shitty personnel, but he still like didn't do that well. Like, I mean, I don't know, just just off of like thinking of like big rookie rookie names, I feel like. You got to put Mac Jones as the number one quarterback drafted. I, that's what I, I was gonna. Yeah, I would. I would think if it's a quarterback at one, it's it's Jones. I, I don't think that the uh, Jaguars would have taken a wide receiver at one. I'm just saying, but like, like, but like, but even still, like, if you're like, I mean, if you're going based off of this year, because that's like when you take a redraft from 2015, yeah. we're looking at from 2000. So if you're just going off of this season, you're looking okay. You, you can either get. Mac Jones, who is, you know, looked promising, but didn't do anything really amazing from the quarterback standpoint, or somebody that already it, like, looked like the top five receiver in the league. No, I, I understand. But what I'm, I'm, the point I'm making is that you're still going off the same team needs. Yeah, but you sometimes, know, sometimes the talent outweighs the need. That's why the phrase best player available. Yeah, but that, that doesn't happen at one. It, it does when the best player available is that much better than your need. Because <laughs> here's uh, the thing. They need a quarterback, but they also needed they also need a receiver. <laughs> Jags were and are bad. Yeah, their receiving right. core is nothing, nothing to be happy about. Number seven, uh, the Lions picking Micah Parsons. Yep. Number eight, the Panthers taking Mac Jones. Yep. Number nine, the Broncos taking David Mills. Wait, how tall is he? What? Yeah, it's not important. That one's surprised. That one's I still think the Broncos take. I still think they take Patrick Sertain. Oh yeah, he was great. Uh, Number ten, the Eagles still take Devonta Smith. The Bears take uh, Penny Sewell. Okay. The Cowboys take Jalen Phillips. Okay. Char- Chargers take Christian Derisaw. The Jets take really? Jalen Watt. Over Rayshon Slater? Slater already got picked. Oh. Uh, okay. He was picked by the Dolphins. Jalen Waddle to the Jets. At 14, Zach Wilson to the Patriots, Patrick Sertan to the Cardinals, Elijah Moore to the Raiders, Kadarius Toney to the Dolphins at 18. Don't know why. But. The Commanders taking Amon, Ross St. Brown. The Giants taking uh, Aziz Oljaleri. All right. <laughs> the Colts taking Pat Fryermuth. The Titans taking Eric Stokes. The Vikings taking Sam Cosme. The Steelers taking Najee Harris. The Jaguars taking Adofe Owoe. The Browns taking Rashad Bateman. The Ravens taking Creed Humphrey. The Saints taking Javon Holland. Packers taking Nick Bolton. Bills take Greg 
uh, Rasu. Dumb name. The Raven taking Joe Tyron Shaniqua. Shanika? Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> and the Broncos and the Buccaneers taking Trevonta Williams. The Buccaneers so, taking... I, I mean, off the top of my head, the only one I can really say I don't think was... I mean, I don't think Najee Harris would be there that late after the. I mean, if we're looking at like what he did, and um, he would because he's a running back. Yeah, but we've been watching running backs go high for the last few years. I know, but that was. I think, the it, also depends, I think it also depends on the system too, though. I mean, like, like yes, obviously having a receiving back is good, but like. If you know, if you put him in a system where like you're not throwing to the running back a lot, he's not he's not even close to as valuable of a player. People had other needs at that point. The only other team that would have taken him was the Dolphins. Because James Conner played his way into a contract this year. Yeah, no, he did with with the Steelers. Imagine where he tears his ACL, retires. He is a free agent again. Yeah, I mean, he only signed for one year. You guys can sign me, but I got to bring my boy AB with me. (laughs) Get Bell back. Get the the old band back together. The crew back together. But all his receivers. Martavis Bryant. I don't think he's allowed back in the league. Where's Marcus Wheaton? There's no uh, way Martavis Bryant's not allowed back in the week. Josh Gordon's gotten how many chances? True. Ooh, Kyle Lima Swede get him in a dude. That guy is like 90 years old. Hayward Bay still around? Uh, I don't think so. I think he retired. That's okay. Remember when the Raiders took him 11th because they're dumb? Or sixth? They, they took him sixth. They took him pretty high. Yeah, and they got shit on. <laughs> Actually, the Raiders get shit off from pretty much every pick they do. Every year. They're already calling Alex Leatherhead a fucking bust. But right. they got Max next, Crosby. Next topic? John, um, or you want to go, Mike? Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. I found a way to fix the Pro Bowl. Spent a lot Where of time. Not have it. Spent a lot of time on this, and I figured it out. First and, form- first and foremost, we're eliminating it altogether at the end of the season. But we are replacing it with a Hall of Fame game. So all the stuff that happens at the Pro Bowl takes place during the opening part of the season. That that week remains the same. Um, I know it takes place during, you know, practice and kind of like the organized team activities, all that. You know, pretty much training camp is way underway. But it takes place during then. Uh Every team has that one week that they, they leave their team. They're going to come and practice with the, the Pro Bowl team. Still going to be AFC, NFC. Um, I, in my opinion, the injury risk is the same, you know, as we've seen the past 10 years. Uh, there's been constant injuries during practices in preseason. Uh, so I just feel that, hey, at, at this point, it doesn't matter. Um, each team sends two to three representatives voted by team members, but must be voluntary. So the players only go if they want. 
Um, the players are paid by whatever sponsorship, and the teams have a lot of money uh, pooled aside to compensate the players for playing, so it comes right off the books. Uh, everyone earns the same amount. Uh, this game is designed to test new rules and procedures to make the game better, uh, and where it becomes uh, playing for something with the, the extra game this year, or well, as it was last year, we're going to call it Week 16 becomes the added week, keeping the final week of the season open for divisional map matchups. But that last week remains open as an auto-interconference. So whoever wins the Pro Bowl AFC-NFC, they get to be the home team for that additional week of the season. And the matchup is decided, decided by the league based on as close to division league-wide standing as possible. So the... Black, you got to back up about... Two inches from your mic, I think, unless that's Kyle that's breathing into it. I don't know. Mine's under my mouth, like under it. I don't know. Maybe Kyle. Seems better. Uh, Kendall, I like that a lot. I think that there are a bunch of reasons why the teams would never do it, though. Yeah, I mean, basically, uh, it, it seems would be problematic, but in my opinion, no one wants to play in the Pro Bowl anyway. At least this gives them an opportunity to play for something because now there's that additional week. You know, all this stuff could be decided ahead of time. Like who, you know, they're going to play whoever, but they're going to leave that one week open towards the end of the year. That way, you know, once it's decided, okay, I know that the Bears are going to have to go and play uh, the Browns. And it doesn't, it doesn't matter if they've already played in that year. It's just however it, the, the, the league ended last year it is – the closest match possible they're going to decide. So. No, I, I got it, man. I, I got it. I got I'm, it down to a pact. I'm ready. Okay. Every year, only two people from every team are voted to the Pro Bowl. So no matter how great of a year, I don't care what snubs, whatever, but two representatives from every team are brought in and then the eight people from each division play on a team together, just like in the NHL. So you'd have eight teams of eight players, all from each of their own division. And then you play you play basically backyard football, game to you know game to eighteen. No kickers, no punters, none of that shit. Because none of that they don't use them anyway. So it's just. And then you just play backyard football. So you got linebackers that have to play wide receiver. Your you know your quarterbacks have to play safety. And then you do it. And then the base. And then the way it works after that is the winner of the whole thing to make it worth something. Whatever division wins the whole like little tournament, the the um that extra game that you have to play against an you know the random extra NFC AFC matchup you have. The division that wins it gets to have their game. All their games are home games. I like the uh, NFL Street. Right, like <laughs> NFL Street kind of thing. It doesn't have to be tackled. I mean, you, you don't. It, it's a meaningless game, even though it has meaning. It's still meaningless. But like, so you make it so it's like, you know, if the NFC South goes down to win the whole thing, that 17th game that the NFC South has to play against an AFC opponent. They're all four of the teams get an extra home game instead of having to be, you know, left up to scheduling. Mm -hmm. I like that. Oh, man. Devin Booker just got kicked in the vagina and he's crying. 
<laughs> so I will be submitting these rules to the league, and uh, I'm sure by next year that's going to be the new Pro Bowl. So don't be surprised when you, you hear should, about it. You should copyright those. Yeah, the, I, I hate the Pro Bowl. Bowl don't lie. This is, I think, the first year since I started watching football that I did not watch it. Uh, I don't I don't think I've ever watched it. I mean, the Pro Bowl is good for one thing and one thing only. Pretty much one player every year gets arrested after the Pro Bowl. <laughs> yeah, shout out Kamara. <laughs> yeah, the, the mean machine is looking good this year. I tell you that that was funny because I like randomly woke up at like three in the morning, looking at my phone. I was like, "Oh man!" All right, is that so, called Jeff? <laughs> so, uh, do you think he sees jail time or settles out of court? I didn't um, even see what, it, what 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 happened. I saw it was bad. He got, a, he he got arrested for like beating the shit out of a guy in a bar, uh, strip club. But yes, uh, whichever, whatever it was. Did he deserve it? Uh, it doesn't really matter. Oh, it doesn't. Matter. Self, what are the self defense laws in Las Vegas? I I don't know. From what so, I heard, like they what... had like an altercation, and he he kind of pounded on him, and then like left. Oh, if he touched his butt. Yeah, I mean, I think it depends on what happens because you got to remember, whoever this guy is, he's not going to get a lawyer as good as Elvin Kamara's going to be able to afford. Yep. Yes, but that that's on the civil side. I mean, he he got yeah, but, criminally but if, arrested. Yeah, but if it, but if he's found innocent in claim of self defense, then the oh, league's then, not yeah. going to do anything about it. Yeah, of course. So that's what I'm saying. Like you know, I mean, it depends on what the actual charges end up being and what the attorney thing comes out to be. Because if you know if that's what it comes out, I mean, if he just walked into a place and decided, oh man, I'm fucked up, I'm going to beat the shit out of somebody, then it's different. I mean, because the, involves- the other. The other side too is, I mean, if this this rolls towards next season, I mean, he'll for sure with the criminal charge, he'll for sure be on like the exempt list, and I mean, so it I depends it. how long. Once there's criminal charges, he can be put on the list. I don't see him going on the list. How? Because the Saints will pay off the guy. Because if Alvin Kamara's not playing, no one's coming to any games. That, oh, that's what I'm saying. But I'm saying, like, if the criminal charges are still there, then the guy was I, just I, playing I dodgeball in, in the fucking in the other game. Yes, with a, tr- with a the trench coat. He got arrested. I'm, I thought I saw that he like got arrested like in the stadium. Yeah, right after the game. Yeah. So, like, they, they didn't stop the game to arrest him. They were just like, yeah, we'll let him finish his thing. Yep. That's hilarious. That's so, that's so funny. I don't know. Like, Dude, like why, would, like, why would they not, why would they have not stopped the game? Not stopped the game, but, like, why would they have not just been, like, like hey, you very easy to just go to this. Well, no, you just go to this, like, you just go to the sidelines and you tell the NFC coach, like, hey, look, Alvin Kamara needs to come back to the locker room. <laughs> now. See, this is why I think it's all bullshit. Well, I, like, I mean, stuff like that does happen where, like, they, they wait, especially with high-profile people, they wait till they're kind of segregated. Well, like, it's like the Deshaun Watson thing, man. Like, it's just funny because it's like, we heard what nothing happen if, from it all year. 
I'm just saying, what would have happened if, like, it's, if, like, somehow Kamara slipped through the cracks and, like, just, like, did, like it just left, didn't even know he was getting anything, ends up, you know, don't say, like, ends up leaving. I mean, the, the other side, too, I mean, we, I, I don't know what, like, the timeline was. I don't know, if, you know, if they were there waiting or, if, like, that's just how it happened. Like, I don't know what the timeline was. Football um, lives can't matter until black lives matter. Well, like, but, it all pisses me off because, like, during the season, you heard nothing Kyle, from Deshaun. Kyle, this has nothing to do with the Deshaun Watson thing. I don't care. It's all bullshit. People just want money. That's all. It's, that's all it's about. Well, well, no, he he attacked somebody in a bar. I mean, that don't that's... care. He attacked somebody because he probably fucking deserved it. What about the overall? My thing is, is, if there was no weapon involved, I don't think anything really comes of it long term. Because I mean, Kareem Hunt was playing in the NFL, and he assaulted a woman. <laughs> yes, and, and was on the exempt list. Exempt list. But I'm saying, but suspension. like, right? But I don't think he's going to do jail time. Yeah, and he did it to a guy. So who fucking cares? Exactly. He might get exempt or whatever, but like, I don't think he's going to be doing jail time and missing years. I don't think his NFL career is over. Oh no, I don't. I don't either. I, I Cream think Kareem Hunt barely fucking punted a woman. This will affect his his season next year. I don't think I'll so you, at I'll all. Tell you what, though, you know, you know what's funny is the NFL is like we don't stand for abuse against women, abuse against men, eh, and if you're abusing a kid, you're you're good in our book. <laughs> Tyree Kill and Adrian Peterson, they've missed no time. <laughs> Look at a woman the wrong way, though, and your career's over. How soon to that video is out? You think? None. I don't think it happened. It'll be out tomorrow. Uh, actually, no, what, you know no, what? What do you mean you think it didn't happen? Dude, the I guy probably just pressed charges because you saw him at the bars. So then, oh, Kyle, they, they said that the money. they Kyle, found they him in the what? hospital, and he was ID'd. There, there's a video somewhere. I mean, he was ID'd and on, uh, like, seen attacked. There was surveillance for there's surveillance footage for the footage? police report. Foliage, footage, footage, oh, foliage, surveillance foliage. It's that time of year. I mean, I mean, really, like. The, the professional athletes are known to fucking hit people. You're right, but also other people I mean, provoke I them to hit them. But I'm, I what I mean is fair. like, it, it's not like it's an uncommon thing. No, but like, no, but I mean, but like, I, I think the, I mean, I just I don't like the whole like the professional athlete thing. No, I know that that's not a fair thing to say. I know there's fewer professional athletes than there are average people in the world, and there's definitely, I would say, a, there's a the percentage of non-athletes who get in physical altercations is higher than the percentage of athletes. Of course it is. But what I'm saying like, is it's not like no, this like, is a completely no, unheard of thing. No, but like Kamara had nothing, like, had like no previous really, fucking really, really, it's just, really, it's just football players. Not even athletes. It's just football players. You don't hear anything about hockey players getting in fights in bars. The guy probably could have been the guy was probably drunk as fuck. It's like talking shit about, to him about something. He probably said the wrong thing and he beat his ass. We all would have done it. Moving, there's no shot you would have done it. None of us would have done it. Who are, who, what are you talking about? All right, Mass, you know what I'm fucking a, saying now. Mass, did you have a segment or a topic? Um, I was just going to talk about the game, but. Well, I, I, what? I, I have one. Oh, I thought you did. No. Um, is Eric Bianami just never going to be a head coach? Uh, it sounds like he might even be with the Chiefs next year. But is he just like interviewing, just terribly? Like, what what's happening here? It could he be Matt Nagy uh, tarnishes Matt Nagy tarnished the job. Well, that and he has uh, bad history. 
That history thing too is, is, uh, hold on one second. I'll find it. The other thing too, though, is I'm not, I'm, I'm going to be honest with you. If I'm a front office, Eric, the enemy doesn't impress me. Me either. I mean, there's no reason Eric, the enemy does not impress me at all. It's, I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm not saying he's a bad offensive coordinator, but your job's a lot easier when you have arguably the best head. You have the arguably the best head coach in the league. You arguably have the best quarterback in the league. You have the fastest wide receiver in the league, and you have the best tight end in the league. I mean, you pretty much just got to go out there and say, "All right, run a play." Yeah, but I mean, I, I agree with what you're saying, but I mean that also shouldn't be counted against him. I mean, we've seen. I'm not many... saying it's counted against him, but I'm just saying like. It, it he can go out and if he goes out and he interviews for a job and like this past year, so so like going off this like this past year, if he goes out and interviews for a job and then like Dayball interviews for a job, like like Dayball did a lot with less. But I mean again, I mean, I mean how many times have we seen coordinators that go on and win Super Bowls and then their head coaches the next year? I mean no, I understand that, but but it's I just I don't think that what I just don't think that the enemy is as as impressive as those as other guys. I don't. Some I mean, people just don't, just don't interview. Well, too. That that's what it, it's got to come down to. Where he's just bombing these interviews. Uh, I also what I'm saying like that's just that, but that translates back to what I'm saying. Like he goes in, he interviews. It's like oh, his interview's not going well, and it's like all right, so he's obviously like you know because your interview isn't you know hey, uh, what's your favorite color? You know, it's going to be like, what's your situation for, like, what do you play? What's your plans for Justin Fields? What do you see our, for our receiver position? And the answers he's given, you know, they're, you know, they're not answers, just like Tyreek Hill. All right, what do you, what's your plan for having a better passing game for us this season? Travis Kelsey. Matthew said, "What do you think the team's nutrition plan should be?" Andy Reid. I also found uh, what he was accused of in the past. He has a couple DUIs and sexual assault and sexual harassment. That doesn't mean anything. He wouldn't be in the NFL if those meant something. Yeah, I mean, Rex Ryan was still coaching for a while. Hey, Rex Ryan was like, like, like feet. <laughs> um... I don't know. I, it, it's just so weird because I remember like last year, I mean, Bienemy was like the, you know, the hot ticket. And, and he ended up staying with the Chiefs and, you know, whatever. But it, it just seems strange that, you know, this is I think, two hiring cycles. I think if he gets a head coaching job, it's in college. Because he kind of runs like a college type offense anyways. If that makes any sense. I see what you're saying. You know, just throw it deep and everything else. I think we're kind of in agreement that I think it's probably just a bad interview. And, you know, who knows? Maybe it could be self-sabotage because, really, he's got a pretty cushy. I mean, what did Paul alluded to? You know, uh, you know, not anymore. His contract's up this year and they haven't extended it. Well, not yet. Yeah, I mean, that could just be they haven't extended because, you know, they probably were thinking he was going to get hired somewhere. But, like, if I'm Eric Bannemi, like, uh, and I like I have all those players, like, I'm not in a big rush to go, you know, anywhere. 
Like, hey, I got an opportunity to win a bunch here with what I got. Maybe you think Andy Reid's going to retire soon. Dude, that was Josh McDaniels. Yeah, I don't think he'd be interviewing. Well, you still interview to like steal your options. Yeah, I mean, you still, so, you still have to you yeah. still have to interview. You're not gonna. I mean, you're not gonna say no. I'm not taking interviews. And Josh McDaniels is so fucking overrated. Oh yeah. Has anybody done that? What's that? What? Been been a coordinator and, and like just been you know some like people like oh like we want to ask permission to interview this guy and like the guy's like no I'm not gonna I'm not taking interviews I'm fine where I'm, I'm sure at. there has been so I mean the only thing I can think of is sometimes they'll deny certain teams I I, I mean at least person I've never heard of a coordinator just be like no I'm not taking anything um but you know unless well, they the other- like like Dan Quinn this you know he took a couple in and then I was like I'm staying with. The Cowboys. I'm not taking any more interviews. Like, I guess that the happens. Thing, the other thing too is, is like you know, he he would be dumb not to take interviews because his contract is up. It's exactly. on the off chance the Chiefs don't choose to renew him. Right. Hey, Mark, I got a question for you. The answer is always no. <laughs> Why were the Giants so gung ho on like getting rid of Patrick Graham? You know, I, I don't think they were gung-ho on it because I, I, it kept coming out that, you know, they were open to keeping him. I, I think they were letting him make his decision. But why would he go for the same spot? Uh, again, it, it could just be a change of scenery. You know, uh, it, he could be, you know, maybe he's – at first I thought he would be bitter that, you know, he didn't get the head coach job, but then he came out after and said he would still be willing to be the coordinator. Um, Who knows? I mean, if he, if he met with – how Dable wants to run the team and he didn't agree. I, I don't know. Um, I mean, he also has history with McDaniels. Um, so it could have just been a thing of, you know, this has not been the best time in New York. Um, you know, I, I wish him well. I, I don't think the Giants were actively like, trying to move on. I think they were kind of letting him make his own decision. You guys still have your offensive coordinator, though? Is it still going to be... Uh... No, they, they signed... Um, wasn't it the guy from the Chiefs? Yeah, okay, okay. I, I forget his name off the top of my head, but they brought a guy over from the Chiefs. Maybe they just their... want him to pick his coaching staff or something. Yeah. And, I mean, they, they were open to keeping Graham. It's just I, I think they um, you know, let him make his own decision. Just curious. Yeah, it's a bummer. The, the Steelers guy stayed with the Steelers. He got promoted. Yeah. Maybe we'll have a decent secondary for once. Maybe. Hopefully. Probably not. We'll take another linebacker. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. It, it's just funny. Not, not funny, but... I, I, don't, I just found it weird. Saying again, no, the the Graham, like I said, Patrick Graham. I I think it was, it was just time to kind of move on. I wanted him to stay. I mean, I know I told you guys a bunch of times I wanted him to stay, but you know it is what it is. I mean, like the Giants, I think have a better defense in the Rams than the Raiders. I was gonna say what, dude? I'm <laughs> struggling tonight. All right, get off my ass. <laughs> it's like I don't, I don't think their defense is better than the Rams. No, the Raiders. Yes, I agree with that. But I think the Raiders have like potential pieces. 
I have a very quick topic before we go to break. What do you got? Do you think that there is? Do you think there is a realistic price tag for trading for somebody like Aaron Rodgers? Yes. What is it? Um. Well, I mean, not not knowing like his whole thing. I mean, I think it would still take two firsts to get him. I think it take it's got to take way more than that. I don't think so, just because of age. But if he, Kyle, he's an MVP finalist. Tom I get Brady it. Just, I get it. Tom Brady just threw for forty touchdowns in four thousand yards, five almost five thousand or four thousand yards in his last season at forty-four years old. Aaron Rodgers isn't because other than his collarbone thing, Aaron Rodgers doesn't really miss time. Like there's there's nothing there's nothing to statistically back up that Aaron Rodgers is slowing down. There's no, nothing. So I, you, I agree. You, you can't use age into it. He's got two years left on his deal. Yes, he's making a lot of money, but you're also getting an MVP caliber quarterback. So you're going to expect to pay that kind of money for that kind of talent. I think two firsts is. I don't think two firsts gets it done. I don't think there's any way. I think. I, I think. I don't think it's realistic. I don't think there's a realistic asking price because I feel like it's. At, I feel like the starting base is three first round picks or legitimate uh, think, impactful players now. I think it's like two firsts and like two seconds or something like that. Massey, what did Jared Goff go for? <sighs> Trading away his salary, what was, which was part of the deal. Um, it was two firsts and a second. But again, it was to offload Goff's salary. But you also got Matt Stafford in it. We also got Matt Stafford, yes. Right. So, so you like, but so you traded away Jared Goff. I believe, I believe that Stafford cost a first and a second. So, I don't think he was two first. I think it was the first to get rid of Jared Goff's contract. Okay, so so Matt Stafford would be worth a first and a second. So there's no way Aaron Rodgers is only worth a one round up from that for two firsts. I would agree. With there's that. no way. There's no way. I, I, so I think you're right. I, mean, I think it starts at three first and maybe a second and a fourth. Like, I feel like there's, there might be other pick swapping that goes into it where it's like, oh, you know, give us three firsts, a fourth, and a fifth, and we'll give you a, a third or something or whatever. But I just feel like there's no way it doesn't – it's it's less than three first-round picks. I feel like Aaron Rodgers is realistically like he's an untradeable player. So I feel like the asking like price is too ridiculous. It's like, like what would the – like, the, I don't know. I, just, I was looking at some articles about it. It's like Patrick Mahomes. Like, is there a realistic asking price for Patrick Mahomes? No. I, I don't think so. I Not even because of the talent, because of just contracts. I, I think it's, it's I don't, both. Yeah, <laughs> I don't even think the contract plays into it because you'd pay that money if you got Patrick Mahomes. That's what I'm saying. I, like, but Aaron Rodgers is the same way. I don't think what he's making for the next two years means anything because you're getting Aaron Rodgers. You're getting somebody I, that's gonna that can throw forty touchdowns, four thousand yards, less than ten the, picks, and is MV, an MVP candidate year after year. The two of them is age. I know you said not to take it in, but you have Mahomes for longer. That's the only thing no, I... No, no, I'm not, comp- I'm not comparing Rodgers to Mahomes. That well, so, so... But that's, so not the, that's not the just, point of it. The point just, is just whatever I think is the thing that separates them in terms of why one would be traded for is Rodgers has come out and said, maybe I don't want to play here. You have never heard that out of Mahomes' mouth. I think that's the only no, but I'm not. I'm not talking, talking about, I'm not talking about... I'm not, I'm not talking about that standpoint. Not from the standpoint of like, oh, because... Yeah, I want to pick where I want to go. Just if, if, if a team, if a team is legitimately serious and says we want to trade for Aaron Rodgers, and Green Bay says okay, 
is is green is a team going to be willing to give up what Green Bay is going to be asking for? I I think so. If their thing is Rodgers is just going to retire otherwise, I think if he's going to retire or not play for you, you trade him for picks. So I think that a realistic asking price for for somebody to say we want the absolute tops, but we don't want anybody to fold on it would be three firsts and a little bit more ambition. Because the flip side to it too is it can't it can't be two first round picks because you're trading wherever you're trading Aaron Rodgers to those first round picks are no longer now worth what they were worth. I mean you trade you trade I don't care what team you trade Aaron Rodgers to those two first round picks are now not worth what you thought they were worth. Well, it, it would depend on when the trade was done. If it was before the draft and you're trading them, you know, to the because I mean where are the Broncos going to be? No, I get 10. that, but but still, okay, right. But so you're getting you're getting ten this year, and then you're getting twenty twenty four next year. Yeah. So you're you're not getting you know you're you're basically getting a first and a high end second at that point. Really, the way the NFL draft breaks down, it's 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 it's, it's if you have a, if you're if you're outside of the the playoff picks, that's like really the first round, and then like it's like first like first round and a half is between the playoff teams and then the top half of the second round. Yeah. It's like, it's the way like the, the NFL draft is really, it's broken down into like half rounds. So I, I just, I can't force Cause like, I mean, even like a team like the jets, like, like the jets are one of their top five pick this year. Right. Yeah. They have two. Yeah. Two, they have two. I mean, Aaron Rodgers plays for them this year. I'm not saying that they may not be a playoff team, but they're not, they're not picking in the, in the, Single digits. No. It's, you know, it's the same. I just, I don't know. It's weird. I just don't think like, like, unless it was like one of those, you know, unless it was one of those situations where Aaron Rodgers was really like, hey, I'm going to retire if you don't trade me. And then it kind of shows their hands. But at the same time, I don't think Aaron Rodgers really will ever, like, he'll never, I don't think he'll ever say that and mean it. I don't think Aaron Rodgers is going to hang him up. If he's not, if he's not traded, I just, I don't think, I think it's all smoke and mirrors. I don't think Aaron Rodgers plays anywhere but Green Bay, to be honest with you. At this point, yeah, I would agree with you. I don't think he goes anywhere. And this is just going to be the offseason where people just jerk off to Aaron Rodgers and different teams. But I, I do think he would pull, if he, if he wanted to leave, he would hold that over their head and actually try and force their hand. So, yes, I think that. Three first and, uh, and a little bit more ammunition again because of the scaling, like Paul said. I tell you what, though. But I tell you what, here's the deal. I know that you could get a load for him. If I'm Green Bay front office and Aaron Rodgers comes up to me full honesty and goes, trade me or I'm retiring, I don't know if I'm going to trade him. Just to say fuck you? Not, no, it's not just to say fuck you. It's you know, I'm going to call your. I'm gonna call your bu- I'm gonna call your bluff. If you don't come back and play, I don't owe you anything except the guaranteed money. Which guess what? If Aaron Rodgers pulls that card this year and they go, okay, fine, we're not gonna play you. Devontae Adams just became signed. You just found the money to pay Devonte Adams. Yep. So so then they can sign Devonte Adams. I mean, if you choose, I mean, I know that opens up a whole can of worms. Would he want to stay if Aaron Rodgers is there? Blah 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 blah. I get that. Like, but I don't want to get into that tangent. But like. You still have Aaron Jones. You still have Devontae Adams. Like, I know, I know, like, saying, oh, you're just a quarterback away. Like, you know, the Bears have been a quarterback away, you know, a hundred times in my lifetime. But the point being is, like, from where you're standing, you 
You're not in the worst shape to start a rebuild. Plus, you just freed up $30 million in cash. And if Aaron Rodgers decides that, okay, they called my bluff, I'm going to come out of retirement, you still have him for the two years, and you can trade him or not. I mean, we saw, we saw it happen... We saw it happen with um, Calvin Johnson. He retired in the middle of his contract, and there were multiple teams pursuing the rights to his deal. Just in case. Just in case, we'll take the Patriots. We're like the big front runners for it. We'll trade for the rights to Calvin Johnson. We'll give you a pick for that. So I don't, if I'm Green Bay and Aaron Rodgers pulls that card, I, I think they call his bluff on it, to be honest with you. Yeah, I mean, I can absolutely see that. Um I, I don't know how the cap works out. If you call his bluff, you use all that money to sign people, you get up against the cap, you decide to retire, and now you have an overage. I do not know how that works, but if you could get away with that, yeah, I would agree. Well, I mean, that's what I'm saying. I mean, from a logistics standpoint, yeah, they have to figure that stuff out, but so be it. You know what I mean? Then you figure it out. But... I wonder, if a player, can... I wonder if a player could do that and just say, I'm unretiring the team. Just like, no. Well, what happens is they can, like, you know, pretty much agree to dissolve the contract. I know, but what if they just were just like, no, you're, you're stuck in purgatory now. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, I'm curious. I, I, I think they they have to make a decision. I mean, if the guy says I'm I'm unretiring, um, I think they can just kind of forfeit the rights to him. Yeah. But um, that is interesting. Like, if they are now like, hey, now you're over the cap. Right. That's what I was be curious about. But like Paul said, you figure it out. Um. Every conversation topic. What's up? Uh, so, the article came out today on Get Up, maybe. Um, if Massey, here's the way to answer your question: If Aaron Rodgers decides that he's going to retire, and then comes back after the the deadline, um. His his salary. I mean, granted, keep in mind it's thirty million dollars, so that you know it would take some serious capital to do it. But if you decided to unretire like two games into the season, um, the the Green Bay Packers can um, uh, they can track the a portion of his contract back into a signing bonus for the year, so it doesn't hit against the cap. Interesting. Okay. Still have to make some fucking moves. But he has so, to. Yeah. But he. But, but like he would formally have to retire. Right. Okay. Like he, he couldn't just be like, "Oh, I'm going to hold out." Like that wouldn't. That wouldn't. Yeah, he would have okay, to so He has to be like, "Hey, I'm retiring. Bye." Right. Because then what happens is if you do it the other way, you would just do it like the way that the the Steelers did it with, um, Le'Veon Bell, where you just you just keep finding him and you put the money aside that you find him with to pay him when he comes back. Um. Is that. I think that's one of the funnest things that they do in the NFL. So, okay, you're not going to play. We're going to find you, and then when you do come back and play, we're going to pay you with the money us with. They don't get paid those game checks, though. I thought. No, no, no. But I'm saying, but like, 
if a player is like sitting out and you're not sure if he's going to come back or not, and like you're figuring out your salary, so like Levin Bell, if he decided he was going to come back week eight that year, like now all of a sudden you you, you know you got to redo your books to pay him if he's playing, right. then you're going to play him. So you're going to put and then with the NFL teams, a lot of them do is they take the money that they gain from finding people, like like so like all the money they find Le'Veon Bell for for missing practices, not showing up for games, missing film studies, all that stuff. They just put it into like a Le'Veon Bell like account, and then when he comes back, they go they, they pay him the money out of that account and be like, here, this is what you paid in fines, have it back. Gotcha. No skin off Arno's. Um. So the topic came out today. Uh, that Russell, this is from Ryan Clark, by the way, the former Steelers cornerback. Uh, guy who Russell has no Wilson, credibility in the media. Yeah. Russell Wilson's not an all-time great quarterback. He's never going to be in those conversations. Need to stop putting him in the, that world that any team that has Russell Wilson can win a Super Bowl. But I don't think I don't think Russell Wilson will ever be considered an all-time great, but I do think that if you have if you if you have prime Russell Wilson, which I don't know if that was just like a a flash in the pan prime, or if it's just being diminished due to poor coaching and bad offensive line. But I mean, if, if you have Russell Wilson, I think it makes you that much closer to a Super Bowl. Yeah, is he on I mean, the Aaron Rodgers level of bringing you there? Well, Aaron Rodgers has only brought a team there once. Russell Wilson's done it twice, so. Yeah. All right. Fair enough. I mean, that's what I'm saying. Like, you know, like everyone likes to compare. Like, the, you know, do you have a better chance at winning the Super Bowl with so and so than Aaron Rodgers? And it's like, like I'm not shitting on Aaron Rodgers because he's a Packer. I'm just saying, like, you look at it from a standpoint. Like, yes. I mean, if you want to go by stats, Eli Manning gives you a better chance at winning the Super Bowl than Aaron Rodgers does. This is true. Kurt Warner gives you a better chance at winning a Super Bowl than than Aaron Rodgers does. Brett Favre gives you a better chance at winning a Super Bowl. You know what I mean? It's like, if you're going to go off like that, like, I mean, Aaron Rodgers gives you a better chance at putting you in a position to make a run at the Super Bowl than Russell Wilson will do. Yes. Like, Aaron Rodgers, will, you'll be in a better position at the end of the season to make that Super Bowl run than Russell Wilson will give you the ability to do. But, you know, if... if if the Pittsburgh Steelers just played, if the Pittsburgh Steelers started the playoffs off with Russell Wilson instead of Ben, you know, it's a completely different playoff situation. Like the Steelers stand a much better chance of beating Kansas City. And they, they if they do beat Kansas City, like they can be formidable. You know what I mean? It's like the same thing. Like, like if, if the 49ers have Russell Wilson, are they in the Super Bowl? There's a good chance. Yeah, I mean, there's, there's a pretty, but I'm saying there's a pretty decent chance. I mean, I know you, you know, without going into like the history of the Rams versus Russell Wilson and all that, but I'm saying, but like, if you replace Jimmy Garoppolo with Russell Wilson in, in that specific game, I mean, just off of the game-ending interception alone, where the offensive line blew up and Jimmy Garoppolo all of a sudden had 400 Rams in his face, Russell Wilson is going to be able to buy a little bit more time than Jimmy Garoppolo could be able to do because Russell Wilson's yeah. more mobile. So it's like, you know, it, I, I, I do not think he'll be considered an all-time great, but I do think he greatly increases your chances of being a better franchise. If, asterisk mark, if the Russell Wilson we've been seeing the past two years isn't the actual Russell Wilson, if, it's, if the Russell Wilson we've been seeing is more of a product of offensive coordinating, 
Pete Carroll's lack of coaching, offensive line woes, you know, poor running performances on and off, you know, things like that, like defense being non-existent. Like those, I mean, if those are the things that's causing Russell Wilson to not be as good, plus the nagging injury he had this year or whatever, then, then yes, Russell Wilson does make your team better. But if Russell Wilson's, you know, if it comes, if Russell Wilson gets traded and he, he puts up another season like it, then maybe Russell Wilson's just done. Maybe he had a flash in the fan prime. Unfortunately, there's too many things wrong with the Steelers or the, the Seahawks organization to know where the problem really is. Oh, yeah. I don't so. think we see it uh, until we see what team he goes to, which at this point, I don't even know where he would go. Well, none of it, none of it's gonna none of it's gonna matter when the Seahawks uh, get Aaron Donald. So <laughs> that's not nice. Ashley and Ashley's running around in her neon green Aaron Donald jersey, and you see Massey wearing his neon green Under Armour sweatshirt with Donald taped on the back. <laughs> I like this. All right, so let's go to break. When we come back, we'll do some stuff that Kendall had planned. Fair. Yeah. Fair. All right. See you guys on the other side. Home of getting sports with Drunk on Monday Nights. PPRN Radio. Home of the Peter Pino Show. Peter Pino Show. PPRN Radio. Damn, where are we? PPRN Radio. Always on, sometimes off. PPRNRadio.net. PPRNRadio.net. The most diverse playlist on the planet. 24-7, 365. Yes, your mama station. Bringing that heat. PPRNRadio.net. The station that's home with your wife. While you're at work, we keep a company. We keep her happy. And now, back to Getting Sports with Drunk on the PPRN Radio Network. Welcome back to Getting Sports with Drunk. Uh, We are... Back hour two, the gang is still all here. I believe that they'll unmute themselves to join me off the again. You can hear me, right? I can hear you now. Cut. Kendall, cut me off again. I couldn't hear you. I, I was getting ready to talk, and then you just said, "Oh, welcome to Getting Sports with Drunk." I'm the host of the show. Listen, I had yeah, a... we can hear the music playing. Well, I'm, I'm happy to hear it. I had a, a three second silence. I had to jump in. No, it wasn't three seconds. It was like four and a half. <laughs> you're, you're just you're just trying you're trying to you're trying to be the host of the show. I get no, it. No, no, no. He actually you. texted me during the break. and was like, "Check this out." <laughs> oh, I, I believe it. I mean, I heard him. I heard him in the bathroom, the women's bathroom, the other day, talking about how he's part of the uh, the the Massey Mock best friend group. They're calling themselves MMR. <laughs> we hold all our meetings in the women's bathroom. Yeah, every Sunday afternoon. Best acoustics. <laughs> it's the lack of urinals that helps. I opened up my beer. What do you got? 2021 Bourbon County. Hey, nice. Yeah, February is going to have to be... Isn't it expired? Yeah, I mean, I mean it's got like a, a black mold taste to it. <laughs> black mold. Kyle and Massey, are you guys there? Okay. All right. Sounds like a negative. I think I think both of them are probably waiting for you to text saying we're coming back. That could be the case. 
Because normally you do that, but it seems like you just don't care about us anymore. <laughs> Listen, you guys were Johnny on the spot. It was a pretty good song. Well, actually, I'm sorry. It was a uh, it was a good song to cut off to come back to. Oh, that not a fan of uh, some Three Dog Night. Uh, no, it's all right. <laughs> Anywho, when uh, those guys get their act together. Listen, um, Massey is preparing his fucking tiramisu. <laughs> you know what's funny? That whole time I wanted to say creme brulee, but I couldn't think of it in time. Fuck. Listen, equally funny a dessert. Yeah, but creme brulee is way bougier. <laughs> Imagine him in there with the blowtorch. <laughs> Oh, so yeah, but I mean, but if, um, imagine him trying to layer a tiramisu. <laughs> a good tiramisu has like seven layers. Listen, if there's one thing Massey knows. It's tiramisu. It's layers? <laughs> He's like an onion, that guy. What does that even mean? Onions have layers. Remember the whole Shrek thing? <laughs> they stink? Sometimes you just baffle me as a human being. Hey, that's my job. Listen, like we said in the car, if he did stand up, it'd be real highs and lows. The highest of you highs. Really hurt his, you really hurt your feelings when you oh, said Oh, yeah, that one, that one I think cut him pretty deep. Yeah. I've moved on to passion fruit, truly. <laughs> you know what's really funny is I can't, I'm sitting in the living room now. I, I transitioned from the bedroom to the living room because the girls fell asleep. And I can't sit in the living room and not have something on TV, but I know it'll interfere with the sound. I'm just watching Grown Ups in silence. Oh, I play PlayStation on mute. Well, yeah, but you're doing something, though. Like, I can't play, like, because, like, right now the game I'm invested in on the PlayStation is Far Cry 6. If I try to play that while I'm doing this podcast, I might as well just turn the podcast off. Yeah, Horizon's kind of tough with no sound. Well, in the previous well, the hour... no sound part isn't the part. The no sound part doesn't bother me because you can use subtitles. But like, like it just I'll just get too invested. What are we talking? And I'll just won't I won't pay attention. <laughs> I thought I heard Massey for like five seconds. You did. Aha. What are we talking hey. about? Hey Massey, were you making a creme brulee or a tiramisu? Neither. But like, if you if you were making one, which one would it have been? Hmm. Creme brulee. Nice. Told you you could. I told you we couldn't make a tiramisu. <laughs> Uh, what were you talking about in subtitles and shit? Oh, I was talking about how, like, I can't sit in the living room and not have the TV on, so I'm just, like, have grown-ups on, but on mute. And Mark was like, oh, I play video games and with it on mute, and I was like, yeah, but if I try to play Far Cry, I just pretty much might as well turn the podcast off, because I won't pay attention. <laughs> now, Kyle's back, because he turned his video off, but he didn't unmute himself. I'm here, I had to let the dog oh, out. there he is. Kyle, Kyle, you're one dog short of being the Baja man. I am the Baja man. No, because you're letting the dog out, and they let dogs out. No, they let a couple dogs out. I let all the dogs out. Give us a quick hook, Kyle. No. Come on. No. It's no fun. You know, it's a real bummer, Paul, in this game when you're running, and then all of a sudden something's attacking you. Did you what, Horizon? Yeah. Yeah. What's your uh, What's your least favorite uh, machine to to fight? 
Oh, there's the uh, ostrich. There is one of those, Kyle. I know it. I'm a pretty smart guy. I mean, the the flying ones are kind of a bitch. Stormbirds? No, I only saw one of those once and I ran away from it. Hey, Kendall, what was your <laughs> least favorite map? And, uh, there's going to come a time in the game that we can't run away from it, and it's going to be really, really fun to do. See, I don't mind Stormbirds too much, though. I fucking hate the crab things. Yeah, the shell walkers. Yeah, because you just, like, no matter how many elements you rip off of them, they just don't die. All right. You'd think you'd take that giant crate off its back and it would be pretty vulnerable, but nope. <laughs> Although, I'll tell you what, though. From a distance, fighting the uh, the fire bellows. Yeah. Those things are pretty cool, but if you if you end up getting into some combat with one up close, it's pretty much game over for you. <laughs> it's not a good time. Those, those, those fuckers, it's, it's amazing how fast they pivot. Ooh, I know, I know what I hate. The fucking jaguars. The, the stalkers. Oh, yeah, those That's are, fucked those up, Matthew. Those are pretty fucked how, up, too. Yeah. How can you hate the Jaguars? Urban Meyer. Fair. i tell you what, I think they made the... What's the T-Rex one, Matthew? Uh, Thunderjaw? Yeah, they made like the Thunderjaw like this like final boss thing, and it's like, if you just take the fucking disc thing off, it's pretty much game over for it. Yeah, it's a lot of fun. Let's tell Mark how the game ends. Okay. That'd be, that wouldn't be cool. Mox, how far are you in the story? Uh, he just got to he just got to the car and temple. The what temple? The Karja temple. Oh, okay. No, I'm just kidding. I just made that up. I don't know if that's where he is. Mock, where are you? I don't know. What's the last fucking thing that happened story wise? I just found uh, the Ursa girl. Okay. Oh, jeez. So you got some time. You still got some hours to log, brother. Yeah. Listen, as long as we keep right, doing so, these remote uh, shows. Massey. Yo. Well, Mark, you have you have all you have the whole night off next week to do it. Yeah, you do. Yeah, bitch. Just tell Marissa that you're not interested in Valentine's Day. <laughs> just, just make make her oatmeal for breakfast and say Happy Valentine's Day. Yeah, here you are. Here you I'll be downstairs. Yeah, just just do what I'm doing. Just just be like, hey, look, I took the night off from the show so that we can make plans, and then and then I, I'm going to call out of work while she goes to work. <laughs> if I can't go to the show, I'm taking the day off. Uh, Massey, do you want to do your Super Bowl predictions, or do you want to wait till the end of the show for that? You can do either. I don't really care. I'm just doing that. We're here. It's been brought up. Alrighty. So, and, and again, uh, for the viewers, uh, not again, but we, we will be taking the live show off next week as uh, we are all uh, in debt to significant others, so we will be spending Valentine's Day uh, motherfucking them. Um, and uh, so we, we have a pre-recorded show. So if you don't hear us reviewing the Super Bowl, there you go. It hadn't happened yet. <laughs> happened to my mind. Yeah. Next Monday's show takes place yesterday. <laughs> the month of February is just a big inception. 
Check out the following week where we do the show for March 7th. Yeah, and then the last show in February we recorded in March of 2004. <laughs> we were youngins. We were talking all about the football scene at the time. <laughs> all right, so Super Bowl predictions. Massey, do you care to get the bias one out of the way first? Uh, I have the actual result out of the way, which is the Rams are going to win the Super Bowl by 10. What's the final score? Hmm. 28 10 nothing. <laughs> I changed, my mind on the, yeah, I changed my mind on the 10 points. I like 28-21 better. All right. So just, just just seven touchdowns, no field goals? Yep. That's the only way the Rams are going to win is by taking the ball away from Evan McPherson. All right. Uh, Massey, or uh, Mark, do you have a, a, a big game prediction? Um, I, I think that the Rams win... Um, I think the final will be 27-21. Rams by 10. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Souls, do you have a prediction? 31-20 Bengals. Uh, Rams. <laughs> he said Bengals. That's on air. Tom, tell it's your father. So confidently you just fucked it up completely. The, the St. Louis Bengals are going to win 31-20, okay? First of all, Mark, my dad doesn't give a shit who wins. That's not true. It is true. So you're saying uh, he'll be just as happy if the Bengals win? He, the he doesn't give a shit who wins. I don't buy that. He, he only hates the Ravens. I, th- I think he hates the Browns more than anybody else. Yeah. Kendall, you got a prediction? Yes, I do uh, believe the Rams will win uh, 33-23. Safety at the end of the game. Huh. By both teams. <laughs> <laughs> Madden has the uh, Bengals winning. 24-21. Rams won. All right. Well, Massey, I'm not doing it to be a dick. I'm doing it to create some, some difference on the show. So okay. I'm gonna go Bengals. Bengals win. Thirty-seven, thirty-seven, thirty-four. But there's three field goals kicked in overtime. Man, that would be annoying to watch. <laughs> Why? It all dropped touchdowns. It wouldn't because it it would be like exciting, but it'd just be like oh. Another field. Damn it. <laughs> People's <laughs> squares would be broken. Well, I mean, someone's square would be fine. Yeah, that's true. Speaking of which, are you guys doing any squares this year? I'm hoping. Uh, so Bleacher Report has bingo. I'm pretty excited for that. I mean, not Bleacher Report, FanDuel. I do, right. uh, I do plan to throw a couple bets out on, like, guessing the score. Because those seem to pay out pretty well. Yeah. I, I'm like, a, I'll give you your first bet. I'm going to bet $10 that you don't predict the score you just said once. Why? Because you're going to forget it and not bet it. 27-21, Rams. 
Yeah, you just and then said I'm it. also you going to bet it 27-21 Bengals. There you go. <laughs> really even those odds. <laughs> One way or another, was... that's the score. You know My what's gonna first... be really funny? You know what's gonna be really, really funny? But... When when it the Rams or the Bengals uh throw a walk off touchdown to make it twenty seven twenty one, but they have to kick the extra point because they have to now. <laughs> So, my first common bingo, I'm definitely going to get it right. So, hold on. Let me just tell you what it is. Cincinnati, three punts. Cincinnati, third down conversion. Cincinnati, 20 passes. Cincinnati, three and out. And a second half Cincinnati passing touchdown. I, I'm willing to bet you that you don't get the three and out. I, mean, I think we got at least one three and out. No, because you know what's going to happen? You'll get the three and out, but they'll go for it on fourth down. That's very funny. Because then it doesn't count as a three and out. Huh. But like, that, like, that's not a bad line to have. No, it's not. But because it's so easy, you won't get one of them. Yeah, probably. But they're just going to run touchdowns. It's the same thing. Like, if you go on FanDuel and you do, like, the same game parlay and it's, like, you know, like uh, – the Bulls' sons. It's like DeMar DeRozan to score 15 points, Zach Levine to score 10 points, Devin Booker to score 20 points, Chris Paul to have, you know, eight assists, and DeAndre Ayton to have four blocks, or two blocks. And it's like, oh, man, all those things are super easy. And it's like, yeah, well, so one of them won't happen. There's a reason that they give you all those things. They're all in a line because they're so easy that it almost becomes mathematically impossible for it to happen. I guess. No, no, no. It's, it's, it's probability. It's statistics. It's math. Have you guys ever won? Required. Ever won your squares? I never won. I I hit the year that you beat once. the Patriots. Won 200 bucks. Never actually played a square. Same. The squares are fun because they just make you mad at a game that your team's not playing in. <laughs> oh, no, that's not true. I did, I did squares once, but I had that's somebody good. pick my... I, I did squares once. Somebody picked my squares for me, and I never looked at the square chart. I just texted the guy at the end and said, did I win? And he goes, no. And I'm like, cool, made the game more fun to watch, not know. <laughs> I, I enjoy doing the, the square pools. So how do you win? Do you get, like, Five across or some shit. No, so what happens, no, Mass, is um you know, say there's grid. there's what a hundred squares in the grid and they sell them say five bucks a square, whatever, and you write your name into a blank square. Once everything is filled, they randomly generate the numbers along the top and the side. So whatever numbers you get um is they like the score the for the score. each quarter. Yeah. So say so if like you if have the top team is the Rams and then the, the vertical team would be the Bengals. You know, you would need those 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 last number scores for those teams at the end so, of the quarter. Yeah, so if you have like seven and four, you know, seven on top, say the Rams is the top, Bengals is on the side, and you have seven on top, four on the side. If the final is 27-24, you win that quarter. Oh, okay. So, like, sometimes they do them differently. Like, the one I, I do at work um, – you know, the fourth quarter and the final score are two separate pools. Because if the game goes to overtime or whatever, and um, the the Eagles 
beating the Patriots, I hit on the fourth quarter and then the final because it didn't go to overtime. So that was cool. You got the score right. I I had the numbers, so oh. I I don't remember what numbers I had, but like I had the numbers for the final score. Okay, it's all random. You don't predict it. Yeah. Gotcha. So that's the thing. They you don't find out your numbers till the the pool is filled. Once it's filled, then it, it's all uh, done randomly. Okay. Interesting. So you know, so then so you buy five squares and you get stuck with like, you know, two and five, zero and zero. <laughs> Nine zero, zero and zero works is is all right for like the first quarter because you know sometimes that's what happens. Nine and eight's terrible. Twos are terrible. Fives are rough. Um, eights eights suck. Yeah. You know, outside of look, twenty, outside of twenty, it doesn't really happen. And it's, well, and the thing too is. is Getting to 28 means they're going to score four touchdowns and not kick any field goals. And that's yep. not really that common. <laughs> Five also sucks. Five is brutal. But then it's funny because, you know, you think back to that, that Broncos Super Bowl where the first play of the game was a safety and you're like, holy shit, uh, <laughs> fives are in play here. Because a safety really jacks it all up. Yeah. Hey, so do you guys think that Kyler Murray deleting everything Arizona Cardinal-related from his social media means anything? No. No. Okay. I don't think he wants to see anything. Well, he left stuff up. He just deleted every reference to the Cardinals. I don't know. I, I just think it's like he doesn't want to read like all the negative shit and... Again, that's fair. I'm just curious what you guys thought. Um, I mean, it, it's it's interesting because you know it's his personal. I think someone did it as a. I think someone did it as a prank and then put his computer up high where he couldn't get to it to fix it. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I, I it's just something to like talk about, I guess, but. Yeah, I, I don't really. It's not like he's in like a contract year. Uh this is this was his second year, right? Yeah, this was his third year. I think was it his third. I thought he was drafted. Oh yeah, he was drafted the same year as Daniel Jones. This was his third year. Yeah, but even still, so so they have this year and then. The fifth even just do the fifth year option and that whole thing. So I mean, I don't know. I don't think it. I, don't know. I think the, I think they should get rid of the fifth year option. Well, they just lost the opportunity to do it. No, I'm saying I think that the fifth year option just shouldn't be a thing. Right, but that's a collective bargaining agreement. No, I understand that, but I'm saying I just don't think it should be a thing. I think the NFL should fight to get rid of it. Hey, one, you should after four years should you you should know what you have. Um, you, you fucking it, it was worth it for you to take a, take him in the first round. After four years, you should kind of have an idea. And two, it's um, I just I don't like that you get five you get five cheap years out of somebody like that. Hey, it, it is a thing where the NFL side I don't think we'll ever get rid of it. It would have yeah. to be the players' association. And they'd have to give up some serious fucking concessions on that. 
Um, but I mean, I, I've never read into it, but I haven't heard of like players like speaking out about it. Well, I think the Same. players would love it. They would love it's to have like, it or love to not have it. They love they love having it. Let's see. Because I believe it's. Uh... You get a certain amount depending on where you were drafted. It, right. It's like on when you were drafted and like the average salaries of that position. Right. So it's it's not like they're getting chump change. I mean, they're it's at least no, they're not, no. than they're right. But but deal. like but if if you if 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 the, like for example, if the Buffalo Bills like. Buffalo Bills decided to do a fifth-year option on Josh Allen. That's a lot cheaper than paying him. Yeah, but they didn't. What I'm saying, but you can't. They could have. They could have. But most of those players, you don't want to upset, so you usually sign them to deals. And that's why players love. That's why players love having it. I don't know. I mean, I I would think like a player like. You know, Josh Allen or even Mahomes or whoever. I mean, why would they want that cheap year? Because it's it forces their hand to pay the contract. Because if you don't pay the contract and you make me play the fifth year, now I get to choose where I go. Well, you're forgetting about the franchise tag. Because that's okay. years. Well, the franchise tag, really, it's only one more year. Unless you're Kirk Cousins. <laughs> yeah, and they paid Kirk Cousins almost $40 million. Oh, yeah, it was crazy. <laughs> um, we also thought that was fucking making money. Let's look into it. Like I, I, like, I hate that, too. I hate the franchise tag. I think everybody hates the franchise tag. Just get the job done. If it was if that, if that player is that important to your team, you'll figure it out. End of story. Yeah, but that all. It's funny because like it it always seems like players do not want the franchise tag, <laughs> and like are just not happy to get it. I think the, the I, franchise tag is fucking terrible. You're you're going to, by getting the franchise tag. Your like, players are usually I would say I would say the majority of the time, not all the time. But the majority of the time are going to be making less on the franchise tag than they would on a long-term deal, and they're risking getting hurt. Yep. I mean, like, like, like Devonte Adams. So Devonte Adams decides he's going to take, you know, he he's not sure about his future with the Packers, but the Packers franchise tag him, and he blows out his ACL week sixteen. Now he just, you know, now he's now he's missing the whole next year of what would be his contract year. Yeah, and so now he's now he's going to have to go. Now he's either going to get a contract that's going to be reduced due to not having him for a year, which I think a team would do, but like, or they're going to risk just not. He's just going to have to have a year without pay. I mean, there is time where like some players don't mind it because the the franchise tag is fully guaranteed. You know, so so you're guaranteed that. You know, at least one big nut. Um, but yeah, of course. I mean, if you sign the multi-year deal, it, it 
you'll make more. Hey, Souls, the clicking is really clipping. My bad, bro. Hey, Kendall. Kendall doesn't chime in for the whole discussion and just shits on Kyle. <laughs> you must be part of the MMR, man. So no more it goes. Yes, Messi. You have a thing you want to talk about? Well, I'm kind of looking at the time, and I, I wanted to jump into Kyle's thing, uh, which I think it will take us a little while. Um, so if you guys are down, there's, we can jump into that. There's, there's Kendall hosting again. Sorry. Sorry, man. I would be in better spirits if I had some fucking bud. Yeah, me too. <laughs> Congratulations. Wait, I'm down. You played yourself. <laughs> Well, Souls, would you like to take the reins? We're, we're doing a uh, a throwback draft. No one else. Um, <laughs> what? All right, that's the end of that, folks. Have a good night. You know, you guys always put this on me at the last second. So we're what? picking players. We're doing a baseball draft in the 1990s. All right. We're picking a full lineup with DH. Three starters, two relievers, and a coach. Um, we're so used to doing like the current day rosters. I thought it'd be fun to, to throw back a little bit. That's it. Okay. What are the positions, Kyle? Catcher first. Second, third, short, left, center, right, um, three starters, two relievers, and a coach. You guys want to do jerseys, too? If you want. I'm done with the jerseys. Mm-hmm. And so well, the, the criteria is they had to have played at least four years in the 90s for it to count? Yeah, they had to play at least four years. Because um, I want them to be like an actual 1990s guy, not a guy that came up in 1999 and then played through. Right. But, like, you are getting, like, the player they are, if that makes sense. Like, for example, Mock, yes, you picked Derek Jeter because he came out in 1996. You get the entire player. You don't just get what he got for the four years. I got you. All right. Mass, you're going to put a thing on the screen? Do you want me to? Uh, yeah. It makes it a lot fucking easier. Look how aggressive you got at it. Uh, do you guys want to do jerseys too or no? Yeah. Just deja vu. <laughs> I didn't hear anybody saying anything. Kendall said, yeah. All right, then, yeah. It's got to be my first overall pick. You're an idiot. Yeah, I got the jersey I wanted. You're still an idiot. All right, hold on. Taking the Chargers powder blue here. <laughs> I believe you. <laughs>
Kyle, can I can I give you a uh, can I give you a hundred dollars to have the first overall pick? We're gonna randomize it. All right. And uh, do you guys think that anybody can play anywhere for the outfield? Or do you want to do strictly sure. left center? Nah, right? put them put them anywhere. But don't make it like obscure though. So don't have a left fielder playing right field. <laughs> I don't have like you know a fat guy that plays right field sometimes. Oh, also a DH. Massey just texted us saying that he poured water all over his computer. He'll be right back. Is that true? No. He said it broke something, though. Broke something. (laughs) My creme brulee! (laughs) (laughs) Ken, are you going to do a randomizer or are you just going to be gay? No, Massey had it queued up. Man, Kyle, that's two in one night. No, he had the thing coming up on the screen. You had the randomizer. No, he had the randomizer. You had the randomizer. He was sharing a screen. Was he? Yeah. I don't know. I don't believe you. You should apologize to me. For what? I never apologized to you. Not good enough. I want an edible arrangement. You know what? You'll get one. All right. <laughs> Only peaches, though. Only peaches? Yep. Yuck. <laughs> and a stuffed teddy bear. Sounds pretty good to me, Souls. Yeah, yeah. I want you to send me an edible arrangement of ribs. Well, that actually sounds better than the one I'm getting. Yeah, I would <laughs> like that, please. I'm getting peaches and a stuffed bear. The guy's getting pork. Yeah, pork is life. What? Hi, Paul. You guys are really like. Kyle, you only like pork because you eat so much carnitas now. That's not true at all. Ooh, carnitas are good. Mark, I mean, Kendall, what'd you... Uh, fuck! My name is Glenn. Can you guys hear me? Yeah, what'd you break, Massey? Ah, uh, the computer. He actually uh, dropped he... this giant dong on it. Alright. Can you guys see this? I'm not looking at it, to be honest with you. I just need to know what order I'm picking. Can somebody see this? I can see it. No, I can't. Randomize. All right. Oh, there we go. Top five. Mock, Paul, Kendall, Mass, Souls. God damn it. There's your order. All right, Mock. You're on the clock. Derek Jeter. Ken Griffey Jr. Thank you, Mock. Well, fucking dickhead lost this draft already. All right, I'm going to take Greg Maddox here. Are we do? Is this like a dry run, or are we doing the real thing? Doing the real thing. Damn. Uh, Barry Bonds. Fuck you, Massey. That sounds more like it. (laughs) Fuck you, Massey. Uh, Massey, I took I took uh, Ken Griffey Jr. in my outfield. By the way, uh, I'm not keeping track of your guys' thing. You guys are doing your own. Oh, 
Should start writing that down then. I have enough to keep track of my own. I'm taking Randy Johnson. Dick. <laughs> and Roger Clemens. Uh, we said three starting pitchers, right? Yeah. And two, uh, a reliever and a closer, right? You could do closer or two relievers, however you want to do it. Um, fuck you, Massey. Frank Thomas. Oh, it's Fred Thomas? <laughs> it's Fred Savage. Fred Savage Thomas. All right. Kendall, I believe. Yes. Take him, Kendall. Take him. Don't do it, Kendall. Hmm. I think Take Chucky Fincher. <laughs> Good name. Thank you. I'm gonna take Kendall, the weight of our the weight of our friendship depends on this pick. Oh boy. I don't want to pick the don't wrong pick. Don't be bored, Kendall. Um I am going to take Pudge here. Who the fuck is Pudge? Avon Rodriguez. Rodriguez. You never heard of Pudge Sandoval? Uh, I am not, no. I'm going to take Jeff Bagwell. Long time Red Sox. He was. No, it's your big, turn, Dick Wheat. Big time home run hitter. Uh, I'm going to take Mariano Rivera. <laughs> oh, I didn't think he was going to make it back. I didn't think he was going to make it past you twice, but... Why don't you just take Gary Sheffield while you're at it? <laughs> no thanks. Why wow, um, he was better than both those Yankees? That's just not true. Well, neither not of them good. had neither of them had interactive CD-ROM computer games molded into their baseball cards. Gary Sheffield did. Don't care. I'll tell you what, that CD-ROM baseball card's worth more than a Derek Jeter rookie card. Burn, baby, burn. Disco Inferno. <laughs> nice. Who are you taking there, bud? Uh, hold on. Let me, let me pull it up here. Scrolling through my notes. Going to yankeepedia.com. <laughs> this list is not loading as fast as I would like. Just take a mock. He threw a perfect game for you. No, I don't Greg like Bird? Yeah. <laughs> Another, another Yankee defensively better than Jeter proven. This guy also played for the goddamn fucking Expos. You know, I wish this list would just say what they played. They played baseball, man. Right, I'm, taking Larry, I'm taking Larry Walker. All right, right fielder, Mark. I wanted him. My turn? Yes. Uh, yeah. I'm taking the pizza delivery guy. God damn it. Want to say that out loud, though? 
I said I'm taking the pizza delivery man. So there are people that don't know who that is? Mike Piazza. I, get, I got you. I got you. I'm starting to think that you didn't. <laughs> Not one bit. <laughs> Kendall's going to take Sal Fasano. <laughs> Okay. Um, I am going to take Tom Glavin. That's Ooh. Tim Glavin. Tony Glavin. <laughs> hey, can I know pictures that have been taken already? I took Randy Johnson and Roger Clemens. I took Greg Maddox and Tom Glavin. Okay. And I took a shit. Uh, I'll take Albert Bell. He was good, Master. Kyle. I'm up. Yep. Back to back. Yep. So I will take Pedro Martinez. So who's your other pitcher? I got Randy Johnson and Roger Clemens. Yeah, that's what it's about. Thank you. Come on. I just want this guy to get back to me so bad. And then I will take first baseman. Mark McGuire. God damn it, Kyle. Um, get back to me. I'm gonna take. Barry Larkin. Up next is Kendall. Okay. Kendall, don't you fucking do it. I think I'm good. Um, I'm going to take Craig Biggio. Good pick. Thank you. It's a tough position. I'm uh, I'm just using a starting pitcher, so we're good. Thought that we'd get a laugh. All right. <clears throat> Who's up? Uh, Paul. I will be taking third baseman Chipper Jones. You can have him. Um, He's going to go to Shea. That's not true at all. I know. <laughs> He's like a top 50 player all time now. <laughs> I know he is. I'm just being a dickhead. Yeah, well, fuck off. 
Hey, so do you guys think we could put anybody in a DH, or do you want to get actual DH? You didn't say DH. Yeah, he did. Yes, did. you did. Did you? Um, I think anyone, I guess. Okay. I'm, no, I'm it's it's sure. All right. I want Tony Gwynn. Good pick, good pick. Damn. Good pick. He has a lot of tobacco in his mouth. And I'm actually going to take my DH here and take Edgar Martinez. God also, damn it. Also good pick, Mock. Also good pick. I'm proud of you. I'm proud of you, Mock. I have a question for my okay. next pick. Yeah. We stated that as long as they played four years in the 90s, we get the entirety of their career. Yeah. I will take Nolan Ryan. <laughs> I mean, they got played like four decades, so you're good. He played 1990 through 1993. So 90, 91, 92, 93. That's four years. Count them, rack them up, add them on the team. That's fine. But you also get Robin Ventura. <laughs> he, was fine. Deal. he was a good player. Yeah, he was all right. No, he was good. He, was, he sucked as a Yankee. He, was right. he, never, he, was, he sucked as a Red Sox. He was a good White Sox. Fucking amazing angel. Kyle, fuck you for saying that you hate me. I have never said that. Oh, that's not you true. Might. Anyways, go ahead. It's Kendall's turn. Yes, my apologies. May I see my up next? No, I am. Okay, then I get the back-to-back? Yes. Kyle, once you get the back-to-back, you have it for the rest of the I forgot what a pick I was. I will take Alex Rodriguez. You fucking piece of garbage. Good pick, man. Thank you. Better than Jeter defensively. Better hairline, too. In prime. Did Randy Johnson get claimed? Yep. Yeah. You're my friend. Yup. He's Kyle's DH. <laughs> um, you won't say Roger Clemens. I have all three of them. I guess Kurt Schilling. All right. <laughs> taking... So don't sound too defeated about it. I'm taking my right fielder. Manny Ramirez. Just out of the gate, you're going to put a left fielder in right field. Are you left? You're right. <laughs> I mean, it doesn't matter because we said they could play wherever. It's just funny. No, 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 no. You're right, dude. You're right. You're right. You're right. I'm sorry. Yeah, I, I, I didn't put left, center, and right. I just put outfield, outfield, outfield. Yeah, me too. But thank you, Mark, because it helped me out. I'm taking Sammy Sosa. White or black? Uh, black. I was going to say juice team. Dude, it's all 90s team. It don't matter. <laughs> and don't tell me the main Ramirez was fucking fantastic in his prime. Before steroids. We don't know if it was before. Oh, dude, he was a twig with the Indians. And fuck it. Who cares? The steroid. Hey, Mock, did you hear, did you see what happened? What's that? They can't uh, catch anybody for steroids this year. No, that's not true. 
just yes, the it thing. Is. No, the it thing expired. expired. So they it doesn't can't mean test. it won't be there. They, they can can't still test. They can't suspend anybody for taking steroids. Kyle, it expired because the lockout happened. It can be they reinstated. Can't... Oh, I'm thing. Okay. People are going to stay healthy. They're, they're cracking down on pitchers using pine tar, but steroids are just going to be allowed. Hey, as long as they stay healthy, I don't have to give a shit. At this point, they just need people on the fucking field. <laughs> Let them juice. No, no, no. Fuck, forgot about yes, that guy. Yes, 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 yes. That guy's in jail for the rest of his life. Mike Scott? His name is Jurgis Jurbina. But, like, in all seriousness, how is Mike Scott not in jail? I have no idea. I agree with you. It, like, it blows my mind that he's not in fucking jail. I don't uh, know who that is. Uh, so, he's a basketball player. He got caught with a lot of weed before like, it was leaving. Yeah, like like over 400 pounds. like <laughs> coma. Kendall, can I give you a hint? Whose turn is it? Mine. I've just been waiting for you guys to finish talking. Oh, take your guy. Oh, we're dude. waiting for you. Uh, what the fuck? Paul Molitor. Paul Molitor. Yeah. Give me a glass of Paul Molitor. Paul Molitor. <laughs> that wasn't funny, Kendall. Not even like a little yeah. bit. It was a calculated risk. I lost. Yeah, that was like if that joke was a meat product, it would be. It would come in a yellow tupperware container. <laughs> Who's up next? I believe it's me. Yes, it is. Hey, Paul, you know what was funny in this game? Uh, when I got introduced to the alligator once, because for a while I was like, well, at least I'm safe in the water. Yeah. Don't worry. <clears throat> You're not, you, once you figure out how to deal with them, you still won't be safe in the water. <laughs> Okay, I am going to take Trevor Hoffman. Oh, maybe you guys can't see your thing. Matthew, are you still sharing that thing? Uh, what, the list? Yeah. No. Oh. You're up next. You're not keeping track of it anymore? I am. Can I see it? No. I just need to see if somebody was taken. I, I don't have a list of who was taken. No. I have a list of the order. All right, I'll just say the name, and if he was taken, he was taken. Uh, I'm going to take Ricky Henderson. Not taken. Is it a bad pick? It's not bad. I don't think, I don't think so. All right. Oh, boy. I need some speed for all this power. Kendall should take his boy. I tell you what, so far I don't think there's a ball staying in the ballpark. I I feel you with that. Mm -hmm. I feel you with that. I know it's my pick. I'm just picking something up. Just take Warren Spain. And Trish Speaker. 
All right, so I'm taking Paul O'Neill. Come on, take him, Mark. Take him. Take him. Now I got to start digging. He's gone. He's gone. I knew that he didn't play at that time, but I was really hoping he was still going to be there. And I just hope someone's there. Yeah. Hey, Kyle. Yeah. Can we do one of these one time, just you and me during a secret hangout? Taking Fred McGriff. Like the yeah, okay. That's right, man. Yeah, I'm down. Can we, a secret, can we have a secret hangout and do one of these for like the 60s? Yeah. Thank you, Kendall. Right. So I want to take Eddie Matthews. Hey, so uh, fuck you, Paul. <laughs> <laughs> I knew that would get something out of you. Who was just picked? I'm sorry. I was being an asshole. Uh, Fred McGriff. The, the dog against drugs? I made yep. that already. Yeah, but it was funnier when I said it. Probably. All right. Let's see, let's see, let's see. That's my turn? Yes. What do I need? What do I need? What do I need? Hmm. Um, I'm going to take... I'm going to take Roberto Alma. Fucking you. Sorry. I think I'm waiting around. There's, there's a guy that Kyle should take. It's just, it's tough, Kyle, because I like, you know, really, when we do baseball stuff, every I try to like save one guy that I know you'll want, that I also want. But like when we do stuff like this, like the 90s, I have no fucking clue who you're sitting on. I'm sitting on one more guy. If you get to take him, be pissed. Because this guy was did, insane. Did he play for the Texas Rangers? No. But that guy was also on my radar. He's on your radar? Kind of. Like, I'm not going to take him with the next two picks, but you'll probably take him. And you should. I don't, I don't, I don't know. Because if I take him, I have to take him as a DH. Yeah, me too. I already, I already filled that position. Me too. I'm sorry, is it my turn? Yeah, pay attention, man. Okay, I'm gonna take. Uh, I'm gonna take John Smoltz. Thank God, <laughs> dude. Kendall, Kendall's the only guy I thought that would take these two guys. It was just so funny. You were just like, "Thank God." <laughs> Who's up? I know Kyle I have am. the complete Atlanta Braves '90s starting rotation. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we got one more guy to finish that team. Please, please let these two guys fall to me. Mass, if you pick them, I'm going to kick your ass. With love. Well, at least it's with love. Um, Kyle. Hey, Kyle? Yeah. Actually, I'll wait for, for Mass to pick. I don't want to accidentally keep it away. Yvonne Rodriguez. 
already picked. So already picked. Already picked. Was he? No. You you specifically asked who Pudge was, and we told you. Oh, Massey, <laughs> take Rob then. No. <laughs> no. All because you told me to, Kyle. Is that person worth taking? Yeah. Big who time. Mock. Rob, Rob Massey. Massey. What? Take Gary Sheffield, then go tell Ashley that you drafted Gary Sheffield in a baseball draft, and then she'll probably call you Nick Jonas tonight. Massey, go do that. <laughs> it's better than uh, Joe Jonas. I'd rather have Sophie Turner. Um, Nick Jonas is a tequila that's average. Come on. What was come the name? Uh, Rob Nen. Sure. Yes! I have taken the best shortstop out of this class. Cal Ripken Jr. And I will be taking center fielder Kirby Puckett. Classic. God fucking damn Dude, Kirby Puckett is a fucking monster. Rest in peace. Yeah, I know. Guy made a guy had an awesome video game franchise too. And this opens up the window for Mike Mock. Ah, Mock, take him. Take him. Uh, hey, uh, excuse me. It's still my pick. It's not. Say like I was going to say, I didn't think four. it was my pick. No, it was four it. fucking picks away. I wasn't saying his pick. I'm just saying it's open up an opportunity yeah, for the one. You put that into motion, and it was fucking ridiculous. Posada. Why did you do that? Posada. Yeah. Gross, gross, gross. Not a good gross. pick. Yuck. There was a lot I of good guys on my board for catchers. But Massey, I appreciate it. Thanks, Kyle. I love you. Love you too, bud. But I'm talking about like just 90s guys. He wasn't. He was good in the early 2000s. We get their whole career. Yeah, I know. Paul is Nolan Ryan. (laughs) (laughs) He threw a couple no nos at that point. (laughs) Tell me I'm wrong. I'm saying he got Nolan Ryan when he was like 85 years old. (laughs) Yeah, whatever. You're right. I'd rather. I'd rather have forty-four-year-old Tom Brady than fucking eighteen-year-old Justin Fields. No, I I understand, but I'm saying you get you got the whole career. That's why you have like I get it. I get I it. Would go, so, I get it. I would. But there, there's a I couple guys around here say, that are hall that, that are like hall of famers. I would go as far to say as I'd rather have forty-four-year-old Tom Brady for one season than Justin Fields or Daniel Jones's whole career. Except Mike Lieberthal. Do not pick him. He was trash. <laughs> I know from experience. Mock. Who's turn is it, Kendall's? Mock, you have one guy. That if you pick him, I will love you. Whose turn is it? It's my turn. All right, can we can we stop talking about Mock and just fucking stay on track? I don't even know whose pick it is anymore. <laughs> this guy's my favorite Yankee of all time. Kyle, I'm going to slap you in the face. All right. Whose turn is it? I'll Kendall's. take John Olerud here. Gross. Guy wore a fucking helmet. <laughs> it jogged my memory. We were talking about it before. <laughs> so oh, I man. feel like this guy had to have been taken, but I don't remember his name being said. I'm just going to say it. Uh, Pedro Martinez? I took him. Yeah, he was taken. Okay. I, I, didn't, I never heard his name said. I was like, so I'm sitting here I'm like, I did the who? same thing. Yeah, but you specifically asked who Pudge was. I did. 
I need to regroup. Give me one second. One. Off a little bit because I have a made a made a big made a master list. I'm looking at some team needs. I thought Pedro was there, so I was like, oh, okay, hey, he's a steal. All right, was Mike Musina taken? He was not. I'm taking Mike Musina. Bummer. He was filthy. He was a good player. He was filthy. I said bummer. When Yankees signed him, like, like, yeah, he had a great run with them. But in Baltimore, he was absolutely filthy. All right. I am taking Wade Boggs. Oh, bad. Fuck. Come on, Mark. Take my favorite game. I'm surprised Kendall let that one slip. I waited too long. Man, I should probably find a pitcher, huh? (laughs) Mark, take my favorite Yankee. I I don't know who it is, Kyle. Uh, I want to take Kyle. Kyle, I have a question. Mm -hmm. Is your favorite Yankee, is it somebody that you use to unlock your door? No. My favorite Yankee has a very nice singing voice. Yeah. Why do we keep cycling back to Greg Bird? Man, All right. This beer is done number on me. So, so I'm just going off the list I'm going off of here. Uh, I'm going to take Hideo Nomo. <laughs> Who? He was good for a while. He was good for a couple of years. Kyle, he was a starter, right? Yes. He had that, like, he had, like, the most iconic delivery of all time. I remember he had, yeah, because, like, I remember the name. He had a pretty crazy windup. Okay. Look that up real quick. You've definitely seen the delivery. Fucking phone keeps vibrating. Like, I know the Bulls lost. Get over it. <laughs> Hideo Nomo windup. Here we go. Oh, Kyle, looks like Ben Simmons is definitely not getting traded. Whatever. I, I would love for him to stay, but it won't happen. No, I just like he's not getting traded now. He's going to get traded. <laughs> oh, I know. I don't just think you pick a move or something. We can't have our best, our best bench player be Gorgeous Niang. This is going to uh, it is yes, your turn. This just goes to show that I don't watch a whole lot of baseball because there's nothing w- super weird about his windup. I'm gonna take fucking Ozzie kidding. Smith. Are you fucking kidding? Who are you taking, Paul? Ozzy Smith. Tell you what, Kyle, left side of my infield is pretty solid. <laughs> Yeah, I'm still looking for a couple of more. Honus Wagner's available. He came <laughs> back four years in the 90s. <laughs> I, I I need a second baseman, third baseman, catcher. And DH. My DH might not be a good DH, but he's there, so I'm just going to take him. All right, Kendall, you're up. Okay. Um... 
I will take my balls. Dante Bichette. Ew. Although I don't know where I'm going to play him. You DH him. He plays third base too. Kind of. I'm going to probably DH him, I guess. Man, my DH might still be there. I'm going to take Ryan Sandberg. Man, I, I hope this guy is still there when he gets back to me. Fuck, I meant Dude, to pick him this round. Massey, that was a very, very good pick. Thank you. Who do you pick? Ryan, Ryan Sandberg. Sanders. Nice. Dandy's dad, right? <laughs> yes. Hall of Fame second baseman. Oh, man, I hope this guy's still there. Hey, Kendall. Yes. You know who the best Mets player of the 90s was? Todd Zeal. <laughs> no. Or Gardelo Alfonso. What, statistically? Yeah, and I fucking love that guy. Kyle, you're up again, back-to-back. Back. Oh, I'm up. Should I go double closer here, or should I go... All right, DHM one, Rafael Palmeiro. Third baseman, I'm going to take uh, George. You're not up, dude. You're not up. I am, though, Kyle. I back-to-back. Back. had back-to-back. Back. Didn't he just say he was taking one of the, whoever the Mets guy was? No, I didn't oh. take him. Oh. I'm taking uh, Billy Wagner. Okay. Now I'm taking George Brett. That takes it to Kendall. Okay. Don't do it, man. I'm going to uninvite you to my birthday party. <laughs> I don't think you have interest in this guy. I don't think. Um, I'm going to take my boy, Gary Sheffield. It's my favorite batting stance of all time. I'm going to take a closer goose passage. And I'm, I'm struggling now on pitchers. Just Google best pitchers of the nineties. Kind of what I did. Huh. Oh, you know what? Give me Andy Pettit. Oh, steroids, steroids. Yeah, but then he just kind of said he did and came back. Oh, that's okay. 
No, he still, you know, cheated, but he was just like, yeah, sorry. Even though he did it for the right reasons. Well, well I mean, there's no right reason. It's a banned substance. No, well, dude, the guy fucking... The Houston Astros they, apologized for cheating. No, they didn't. They still said they didn't do it. No, there, there were players that came out and said that they apologized for it. Kendall Bobby Bonilla is still on the board. <laughs> you know, I was thinking that the entire fucking draft. <laughs> is it my turn or do you still have another pick? Still got one more. Kendall, you know who else is still on the board? Who? David Justice. <laughs> he was good for a while. Hey, Souls, did you go double closer for your relief pitcher? No, I thought about it, though. I'm going to if the guy gets back to me. Is that, is that allowed? Yeah. It's two relievers. Two relievers. All right. Ken, are you thinking of the same guy I'm thinking of? I don't know. I don't want to say it. That guy's been picked. That guy's been picked. Did that guy yeah. play for the Angels, Kendall? All right. David Cohn. <laughs> you know, that's who I thought you were going to pick a long time yeah. ago. All right. My turn? Yes. I'm going to wrap up my outfield with Kenny Lofton. Yeah, I was going to pick him a long time ago. Yep. Looked at him a bunch of times and then realized I already had those spots filled. Kendall. Okay. Kendall picks Omar Dahl and Sean Green. Hmm. See, I don't particularly like this player, but I kind of want to pick him just because he's been around so long and went unselected. Go ahead. No, I don't really like him. I don't have to like him. Bless you. Oh, yeah. Man, I sneezed all over this fucking thing. I really took a mock. It's just classic souls. It's my house, dude. All right, I'm gonna take. Uh, I'm gonna take Luis Gonzalez. Fuck him. I'm not gonna hate him because he beat the Yankees. I don't know, fucking blooper. Hey, it's not Paul, like Mariano made a bad pitch. Paul, you want to know something funny? Mm. My brother just sent me the real a reel on Instagram of that uh, Jenna Fisher scene that we love so much. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm gonna go ahead and take Larry Walker. Already taken. Taken this this, seventeen rounds ago. I saw this <laughs> thing that said maturity is uh, or growing up is is moving on from Jenna Fisher to Angela Kinsey is your favorite in the office. <laughs> Tony Gwynn. Gone. Take Already taken. Stop trying Guerrero? to take it, guys. Who? Guerrero. Vlad. Vlad, he's Not available. Cool, I'll take Vlad. Am I up? 
You are up back to back. Yeah. You guys can fight me on this, but third base is Jim Tomey. Why? Kendall, fight him. <laughs> Come here, souls. Can't fight me on it. And coach is Joe Torrey. Nice. Well. Um, Kevin Brown. No objections. All right, I'll take it. It's good. For like five years. Take it. Nobody else knows who that is, so. Okay. Who's up? Uh, Kendall. All right, I'm just going to take the scrub. Um, i going to take Bernie Williams. Yeah, that's my favorite game of all time. Good pick. Bernie Williams is awesome. Kyle, when you wanted me to take him, I already had all my spots filled. Oh, did you? Yeah. Man, there's still 32 people playing Madden 18 online. Try and play <laughs> Oh man, thirty-two people playing and zero searching. Oh. Uh, Paul, you're up. Right, I'm pretty sure this guy was taken, but I just—it's hard for me to remember everybody. So I thought Matthew's writing them all down. Edgar Martinez was taken, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, that's what I figured. All right, so I'm gonna go with. Uh, I'll take Tony LaRusso. Good pick. Forgot I was up next. Granted, he didn't really do anything at all in the 90s, but. You get a solid career. That guy's won the pennant six times. Yeah, back to back, right? Yep. All right. Um, let's see here. This is loading. Scroll to the bottom. I will take John Franco. Gross. And for my coach, I'll pick Bobby Cox. Good pick. Good uh, job, I'll take Mark. Trevor Hoffman. I have him. You're a fucking piece of shit. You know, you don't fucking talk the whole podcast and you just chime in every time. Oh, I'm better than you. I'm the host of the show. Go fuck I'm better than you. <laughs> he says it all the time to me. He texts it. Like at least four times a day. Just he calls help. me to tell me it. Can't help myself. Uh, 
Who's that, me? No, it's me. Thinking. Man, I don't know what that was, but I did not. Yeah, that was great. Man, I'm so torn. So I don't. I'm, I'm so torn between like five players, and I can't figure out who I want to take. So I'm just going to take the Arizona Diamondbacks jerseys. <laughs> uh -oh. What's that? Oh, uh, I I don't know. Like, did Paul cut out for everybody? Uh. No, he took the Arizona Diamondbacks jerseys. Oh, oh, fuck! I forgot about jerseys. I couldn't think of who I wanted to take, so I just took the Arizona Diamondbacks jerseys. Good pick. Yeah, I mean, I think they're the best in baseball from the nineties. I think there's only one other one that really comes close, in my opinion. But it's my opinion. No one cares about my opinion, especially not Kendall. I care. I care a great deal. In fact, I think that is the best jersey. Yeah. Don't suck up now, okay? No, no, no. I have an original thought. Is it my turn? Uh, yes. Yeah, but we're letting Rebecca pick for you. Ooh. I will take Scott Rowland. Is it my turn? Nope. Terry Francona. Dude, he was a shitty Phillies manager. You could, yeah, that was insert name here, though. I'm up. Yep. Back to backs. Troy Percival. And Jason Kendall. Uh, Angels jerseys from the 90s. Kendall, I believe that's to you. I am going to take... Derek Lowe. Bro. My turn? Yeah. Uh, yeah. All right. Uh, Wheatland was taken, right? No. John Wheatland wasn't taken? I haven't heard the name. No, he wasn't. All right, I'm taking John Wheatland. I didn't know about him until tonight. I knew. I actually knew about him. He had a shorter career. I mean, it was still eleven years, but <clears throat> compared to other people, he was pretty good, though. 
All right. So my second baseman is going to be Jeff Kent. Here we get here. Scroll down. Was Darren Dalton taken? Nope. All right, maybe I want him. I don't know yet. Yeah, we'll take Darren Dalton. What team did he play for? He's a Philly. That's right, baby. Rest. I've had one decent guy in that time frame, right? Oh, uh, they went to the World Series, bitch. Did what? They lost, but they went to the World Series. Really Garoppolo'd it? Uh, no, they just uh, weren't that good. <laughs> so, they were the Eagles. I don't understand, but... Paul, your pick. McNabb's Eagles weren't that good. Oh, um, I'm gonna take. Was, uh, Kevin Appier taken? No. I'm gonna take Kevin Appier. Kendall. Reds jerseys. I will be taking the Rockies jerseys with the mountains. You mean the ones they still wear today? No, the original ones were the, the big mountains. Yeah, they're, they're pretty much the same thing. You did it. Um, Tom Glavin? Levine? <laughs> no, I have him. Oh. Tom Levine. Oh, see, Kendall just chimes in to tell you that your hopes and dreams are useless. I I like the name call though. Dave Steve Stipe. Is Tom Levine here? Is Zach Levine available? Dave Steve Stipe. What do I say his last name? S T I E B. Not taken, I believe. I don't even know what it is. Yeah, well, oh, man. this guy just this guy, this guy that I was going to take was just, just missed the cusp by a year. He only played three years in the 90s. Who was it? David Ortiz. I looked at him a long time ago. Am I supposed to fucking know that, Massey? Yes. Do I look like the fucking dog licking peanut butter off your balls under the table? No, I don't. Dick. Yeah, well. Dick. Yeah, well. Did you go kiss Mark? Nah. He likes that stuff. Who does? Me or Mark? Mark likes to be kissed by his best friends. Don't let him tell you otherwise. Whose pick is it? Miles, back to backs. Oh, is it my turn? Yeah. Well. Oh, no way. Did this guy yeah. really play? No fucking play. 
I'm going to take Brett Boone. And Aaron <gasps> Boone. <laughs> Way better, brother. Aaron Boone was bad. And my uh, last pick, the Florida Marlins jerseys pick. It was not. The Florida Marlins. You can't have the teal ones, though. That's what I want. You can't have it. Yes, I can. You can't wear teal in Connecticut. It's against law. <laughs> my uh, team is also. Last pick is, for me, is Chuck Finley. Okay. Um, my manager is going to be Bruce Bochy. My Please DH is going to be... My DH is going to be Harold Baines. All right. Rounding this thing out, my jerseys are going to be Seattle Mariners. All right. Kyle, you want to be the you want to be the judge, Kyle? Yeah, who's going to judge mine? Kendall. Now, let me judge it. No, you're only like half of the guys. That's why yeah, you should that's let why it could me be judge it. Funny. He doesn't know any of the guys. That's why you should let me judge it. It'll be funny. Whatever. I don't care. Perfect. I'll go Mark, first. Michael, go first. Here we go. Uh, going from third to first here. Wade Boggs, Derek Jeter, Jeff Kent, Fred McGriff. Catcher is Darren Dalton. My outfield, uh, Larry. Statistically, statistically, that infield bad defensively. If you really look at the in-depth analytics. Yeah. Okay. Uh, outfield, Larry Walker, Tony Gwynn, Paul O'Neill, DH Edgar Martinez. Starting pitchers: Hideo Nomo, Andy Pettit, David Cohn. Then I have Mariano Rivera and John Franco. Coach: Bobby Cox. Jerseys: Seattle Mariners. All right. Who is playing center field out of those three? Uh. Well, listen, uh, that was not part of the... I get it, but you're putting them together. (laughs) Well, no, you said outfielders (laughs) are outfielders. And it's Tony Gwynn. He said said anybody could play anywhere. You still have to assign somebody somewhere. Listen, Tony Gwynn getting the center field assignment. Man, that guy's overweight. Yeah, he was was a big... uh, He was Um, a big boy. I am going to give you a 82.3. Out of 84, awesome. I love your offense. Your defense is definitely not good. And it started <laughs> in, in the rotation pretty trash. Well, that's not true. Nomo was only good for like three or four years. He had a no-hitter. Yeah. So did Armando Galarraga. No, he didn't. Well, you're right. So did Kevin Millwood. Yep. <laughs> All right. So did Philip Humber. I watched that game live. All right. All right. Who's Massey? up? Uh, well, hold on. Hold on. Is somebody going to write down mock score so we actually know who's winning? What was mock score? 82.4. Okay. Who's up next? Me? Yeah. All right. Uh, 
Catcher, I have Posada. First base, I have Frank Thomas. Second base, Ryan Sandberg. Third base, George Brett. Shortstop, Barry Larkin. Uh, outfield, Barry Bonds, Albert Bell, and Vlad Guerrero. Uh, pitchers are Kurt Schilling, Kevin Brown, and Dave Steeb. Steib? Oh, it's uh, Blavin. <laughs> got it. Uh, relievers are yeah. Rob Nettet, Finley. DH is Paul Molidor. Leader, I don't fucking know. Uh, coaches Terry Francona and the jerseys are the Angels. Man, I really hope that it's like pudgy Barry Bonds in the outfield, so and Vladder out there together. <laughs> Just two Who? guys running a fucking nine forty. Who is your center fielder? Uh, Bell. The other outfielder, <laughs> Albert Bell, huh? Matthew, your outfield is going to hit so many home runs. And be such a liability. <laughs> you have a lot of Hall of Famers on your team, which I like a lot. I don't know who Stife is. Maybe I'm just an asshole, but I, I don't Dave know. Who Stipe? Yeah. He was a uh, pitcher for the Blue Jays. Wikipedia, Wikipedia, Wikipedia. Uh, White Sox and the Blue Jays again, seven time All Star. Uh, it was the ERA leader in 85. Yeah, Messi, Messi has his hat hanging up in the office. And he's a Hall of Fame. He is a Hall, Hall of Fame. Fame? No, he's just a Hall of Fame. Like He's, just... <laughs> he's the building. <laughs> Your offense is going to score a 10-plus runs. You're going to give up a lot of runs. <laughs> <laughs> Your outfield um, isn't going to be able to field a ground ball. I give you an 87.6. Okay. Matt, uh, Paul. All right. I got Piazza behind the plate. Uh, right to left on the infield. I got Bagwell, Alomar, uh, Tripper Jones at third, Ozzie Smith at short, Ken Griffey Jr., Ricky Henderson, and Kenny Lofton in the outfield. Uh, Harold Baines, DHing. Uh, Nolan Ryan, Mike Mussina, and Kevin Apier starting with John Wheatland and Goose Gossage relief pitching, Tony LaRussa as the manager, and then the Arizona Diamondbacks uniforms. All right. So you want the positives or the negatives? Both. Thanks. Negatives. Um, I do not like your, your rotation very much. You mean the guy what? that you said had nasty stuff, and then the other guy who's like regarded as one of the best pitchers of all time? Yeah, yeah. We put in there what everybody else is like 82. Um, Did you get Paul um, yet? No, not yet. I love your lineup. It's the most balanced lineup out of everybody. You actually have speed, power, contact. And, all, have... and all my outfielders can play defense. Yeah. And any defensive position. Ask me who my center fielder is. Who's your center fielder? Doesn't it's matter. Kenny Lofton. It's Kenny Lofton. But it doesn't. But it doesn't matter. But like it's Kenny Lofton. But it doesn't matter. Is the point? <laughs> I give you a ninety-one point four. Ninety-one point four. Yeah. Fuck like, him, Napier. I hate him. I like. I, I like. It. So okay. So I get Knox because you don't like Kevin Napier. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. You know. M- it's funny. I would, I would I would back you up here, Paul. But this is how every one of Kyle's drafts go. Because you said Mike Mussina has nasty stuff, and Nolan Ryan is just you know. I am drunk, like, dude. All right, he's got what like he's got like two dozen no hitters. 
I get it. I think Nolan Ryan has more no hitters than Aaron Nola has wins. Yeah, Aaron Nola hasn't played half the years. You're in 91. All right, you're in the lead. Kendall, go ahead. Okay. Um, my catcher is Ivan Rodriguez. First base, John Olerud. Who? Pudge Rodriguez. Madge. No, Madge drafted him. I heard it. <laughs> <laughs> um, second base is Craig Biggio. Third base, Scott First Rowland. baseman. Who's first baseman? John Olerud. Uh, shortstop, Alex Rodriguez. My outfield, uh, center field, will be Bernie Williams. Who's your third baseman? Scott Rowland. Okay. Um, Bernie Williams, Luis Gonzalez, Gary Sheffield for the outfield. Dante Bichette for DH. My starters are Greg Maddox, Tom Glavin, and John Smoltz. My reliever is Derek Lowe. Jesus Christ. My closer is Trevor Hoffman. My manager is Bruce Bochy. And I have the 90s Rockies. What the hell is going on? So, like, all right. Kendall, you want the negatives first or the positives? Let's take the negatives. Negative. Your bullpen's trash. <laughs> you also picked an all-in rotation. I am aware. And and personally, I like Smoltz better out of the bullpen than I do out of the rotation. Okay. I, I did it personally. Hey, um, that's fine. Um, I I do love your lineup. Uh, can you repeat your third baseman for me? Scott Rowland. Right. No, he's, he's just a douchebag. He's a douchebag. All right. Uh, because how he fucked over the Phillies. <laughs> um, but like, like I don't know. Olerud, very very solid defensive first baseman. Well, he doesn't bring the bat that I want as a first baseman. Does, does that make sense? Yeah, I, I follow. Like, he's not a power hitting first baseman. I give you a 90.8. All right. All right. And Kyle, do you want to read your team to Kendall? Kendall, you ready? I'm ready. Uh, catcher, Jason Kendall. First base, Mark yeah. McGuire. Second base, Brett Boone. Shortstop, Cal Ripken. Third base, Jim Tomey. Right, uh, right field, Sammy Sosa. Center field, Kirby Puckett. Left field, Manny Ramirez. DH. Do you have a DH? Uh, I don't know what that noise is. It, I say, does everyone hear that? Yeah, what, what's going on? Who's vacuuming? I I don't hear anything. So it's massive. It might be. Yeah, it's not like a fire truck was driving through your house. <laughs> Massy, I think it's when your computer fan turns on. All right. Uh, DH is Rafael Palmero. My rotation is Randy Johnson, Roger Clemens, and Pedro Martinez. My relievers are Billy Wagner and Troy Percival. My coach is George, Joe Torrey. And my jersey are the four tomorrow. Okay, very solid lineup. A lot, a lot of pop there. Um, also, your rotation is pretty, you know, filthy through and through. I have some- your grade. I was hold on. I was surprised by the Jason Kendall pick. Um, I was just like your best catcher available. Is that someone you really feel 
Uh, out of all the catchers there, he was the best catcher. Okay. Do Do you want some help, Kendall? Too, I could, his lineup can't hit the hit the hit the twelve six curve. That's true. You got a lot of uh, fastball hitters. Um, but all in all, you know, you a pretty you know pretty formidable team. It's kind of like the, the the team you'd see in. Uh... Time out. Time out. Mike Mock. Yeah. You ready for this draft winning score? Kendall's going to give Kyle the strip his ego. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> He was 70. Nope. Uh, Souls, you're going to get a 91.2. What were the negatives? Uh, I Listen, though you think Jason Kennel best available, uh, I think that's definitely a weak spot behind the plate. And Name a, name a better catcher. Well, I don't remember the order at the time. Like I, But it doesn't matter if you can name a better catcher. You still have the worst catcher of the group. I don't think so, but it's all right. But, I mean, the, the, the pitching is outstanding, and you got a team that can hit a lot of home runs. Yeah, Pedro Martinez in a short window. And Kyle, I could give you that. I was I was pretty fair. You just told me that Scott Rowland was a douchebag, and that was your reasoning. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And, and you also said that, you know, Nolan Ryan sucked. Never said that. You said my rotation wasn't good. <coughs> All right. Oh, wrong pipe. <laughs> so, Massey, who wins? Uh, what was Kendall's score? 91.2 for Mass or for Kyle. No, no, no. What was Kendall's score? I don't know. Kendall gave it 90.8, I think. I think so. First play. Oh, 91.4. Soul second, 91.2. Kendall third, 90.8. Me fourth Kendall. at 7.6. Mock last, 82.4. See, Kyle, that's a, that's a good uh, it's a good lesson into just not, you know, being Philly biased, and you probably would have got the win. You saying Kendall's team sucked because of the Phillies cost you 0.3 points. I'm cool with it. But No, you're not. I'm the best coach out of all of you. No, you don't. That's not true. Okay. So Joe Torrey not the best coach? Joe Torrey was very good. I like him. He, he I also forgot coach. you had him. <laughs> that's what I thought. And that's what makes him not good anymore, Mock says. But Bobby <laughs> Cox was very good. So is Tony LaRusso. Did, did everybody write their teams down as they did them? Yes. yes. Yeah. Can everybody, before you before you uh, go to Benson, can you just send me a picture of your team? Mm-hmm. Please and thank you. Thank you. Um, thank you. Beer reviews. Souls, how was the, the mega juice? It was amazing. It didn't taste very hoppy or it didn't taste very strong. It's one, of beers, it's one of those beers that really kick you in the ass. Because <laughs> right. I'm feeling the repercussions of it right now. I'm on my fourth. Three sips. I'm on my fourth one. Jesus, you drink four ten percent beers. Yeah. And you're about you're to puke. you're about to make a Brazzers video. <laughs> I'd start eating more of those animal They're crackers. They're so stat. good. Like, 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 you better get in the, the kitchen ho- and start pounding those chorizos. Like, like the happiness of like there's nothing. There's no happiness to it. Man, I bet you two rubs loves your description. I don't give a <laughs> fuck what they say. 
Man, I love this beer. It doesn't taste like hop. It doesn't taste like juice. <laughs> it, it, just, it, just, it just goes down so, uh, so smooth. Is it better than too juicy? Oh, dude, it's not even close. Like, it's better than bad. too juicy. Better than too juicy. Wow. Is it better than... Uh, it, yes, uh, it's, no, it's the number one in Kyle's book. Yeah. Always uh, breaking Kendall, history. your prediction. Kendall, your yep. prediction came right. Yep, and it only took less than three months. It only, it only took five weeks. <laughs> uh, Massey, how was your uh, whatever water? Uh, pretty good, refreshing. Yeah, nice. Mark, how was your pills? Very good. Um, I, I do enjoy you know the Czech style Pilsner beer. This beer is very, very good. See, so you know, this is like a, an activity beer. I told you you'd like it. Yeah. Uh, Kendall, how are your Trulies? Uh, the bitch? fruit punch would be I could make the same thing if I took a high C and a plain seltzer. The taste would be almost the same. And I had the passion fruit uh, truly, and it would be like if you had that high my... C and you had some <laughs> seltzer and you mixed it together and it was the same. 5% alcohol by volume. If you like it, great. Happy for you. I drank it because it was free. Cheap fuck. Uh, I had the 2021 Bourbon County. Um, it was actually a pretty light tasting. Um, not as thick and like uh, molasses consistency as uh, previous years. So therefore, because of the lightness, the, the booze content felt lower than um, than usual. What's this bad boy coming coming in that bottle? Uh, oh, man, I can't read this because it's... 85. They do it right. I'd be dead. Um, it's only fourteen percent, so it's definitely on the lower end of Bourbon Counties in the years past. Um, um, definitely. Um, you definitely kind of got like the 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 mild, uh, not sweet, but like the, the 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 notes of the sweet with like the, uh, the the brown sugar and the toffee flavors, and it wasn't as heavy on the oak. Um, kind of curious to see what this is going to be like in a few years because usually the the bolder flavors like the oak and the the um like the rich vanilla and like the um the the more like coffee flavors like those types of things kind of dissipate and you kind of pull like a little bit more of the sweetness out so because this one was kind of a little bit more sweeter already after you know pretty much just being bottled i'm kind of curious to see where it's going to go in in a couple of years time but we'll find out when I'm part of Three Bears, One Cave, and you guys are still here. <laughs> um, Kendall. Yes. I have a question for you. I have an answer. Could you please ask Mock where they could find us on socials? Mock, where could you find us on social media? This guy is always trying to host. Damn. Find like us good. on Facebook at Getting Sports with Drunk. Twitter and Instagram is at GSWD underscore four. Make sure you use the hashtag GSWD for all your daily uses, whether it's, you know, mispronouncing whatever name Massey was pronouncing or hearing a Hoover vacuum cleaner in your background. <laughs> like, subscribe, comment on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio. Podbean and Spotify. 
Wherever you find internet and radio podcasts, you find Getting Sports with Drunk. You can also find Getting Sports with Drunk on the PPRN network with these other great shows. The Peter Pino Show, Wednesdays at 7.30. Koyorama, Sundays at 2. Friday Night Delight, Fridays at 5. Getting Sports with Drunk, Mondays at 8. The Gray Area with Aaron Kinner, Tuesdays at 8. Hell F and Yeah, live Tuesdays at 2, pre-recorded at noon. It's The Boo Show, Thursdays at 7, and every other Saturday is Mixtape Saturday. Stay tuned for the upcoming lineups. Thank you guys for tuning in to another episode of Getting Sports with Junk. Um, we'll see you guys live in two weeks' time, where we'll figure out what we're, what we're doing, what we got going on. We've got some big big things happening in 2022 for Getting Sports with Junk, including our, uh, our big uh, uh, off-season simulator show for the NFL, which is going to be happen in early March. Hope you guys, hope you boys are starting to do some homework for that because it's a big show. And um, yeah, there's gonna be a lot of good stuff happening. Um, closing remarks, anything, anybody? Go Rams. Right. Yeah. Mock? That's it. OBJ, maybe. Souls, drink some water. Kyle? He's dead. Please leave a message. Yeah, Kyle might be got done. And he will fall asleep in that chair, but until then, I'm your host, the Cupcake the Riddler. I'm Mock. Sheen Washable. Yep. Cool, cool. He's, he's fuck Massey. Um... I'm Chris Massey. Hey! <laughs> <laughs> and I am the Rat of a Red Baron. Yeah.